Films. Alright everybody, it's time for That Movie Podcast. Yeah. Welcome. Are you like a crazy person? Negative. I am a meat popsicle. Would you like to know more? Point Break or Bad Boys 2? Which one do you think I prefer? No, I mean which one do you want to watch first? Hopefully we'll do well for you. Oh, yeah. I'm not worried. I'm you planning are... on like a B-minus performance. That's, that's cool. You know, um, I wouldn't expect anything more than a C. I only work on Wednesdays. That's usually what our show is, is a C. <laughs> it's the only day I'm allowed to be funny. Yeah. Wait, you work? On, you actually you work, work at it on Wednesdays? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to That Movie Podcast. The only movie podcast with upwards of zero listeners. That's Ooh. right. I'm running solo today. It feels weird. Well, sort of solo. I got my buddies Chris Dowdy from the Dirty Dowdy Podcast and Kevin... Last name here. Last name here from the Dirty Dowdy Podcast. Yeah. Molestar. That's right. Molestar. Yeah. So I was thinking about this. You guys have your nicknames. Like, everyone's got these, like, nicknames and stuff. Mm-hmm. You got Dirty Dowdy. You got Molestar. And I was like, what's my nickname? And the best thing I can come up with the... Uh, is uh, Jason McButt stuff? That's 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 pretty close to what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a name yet, but I know that it's. I think it's against the law uh, to give yourself a nickname, though. Mm. It is. But we did have a we did have an episode where we had to name a band, and we came up with Tokyo Sex Whale. Tokyo Sex Tokyo Whale. Tokyo Sex Whale. The way, the way it was, and there was some competition on that list. There was some pretty good stuff. It came from a news story, actually, that was done on that episode. Yeah. About some guy at FIFA or whatever, and the guy's name was Tokyo Sex Whale. So we came up with all these names. They're like, no, that's the name, though. And they they still hold (laughs) Tokyo Sex Whale. But, man, that list had some strong strong runner-ups. I can't quite recall them. Um, But we're going to find one for you before the end of the night. Hell, yeah. Yeah. All right. The rule in radio, you you don't get to name yourself. No, I I wouldn't try to. So Dirty Dowdy actually came from Jock when he was on New Rock back. Oh yeah. So he gave me that. Man, I was listening to Jock when I was like in high school. Jock looks like he's still in high school. (laughs) That's true. He's eternally young. So does Hammer. Yeah. (laughs) I I met Hammer at that. I went to that. um, Hold on, I'm gonna mess with sound stuff. I went to that uh, that Stone Shiver show on the 19th of what March. 19? That sounds right. Yeah. I went to that show and I met Hammer there and I was talking with him. I was just like, am I talking to a kid right now or something? <laughs> Isn't Hammer Ginger? No. He, which, which one he's is got Ginger? Like, he's actually kind of going gray. Like He has like brown hair, kind of going gray. He's really short. and So, funny little story. He was my roommate for two years. Nice. At, at the house that I'm at now where the podcast is done. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, nice. Yeah, we, we lived together for a little bit and then he moved on last March, I believe. Oh really? So, so this was ago. recent then. Yeah. Dang. So uh, got you know, to know him obviously from my time there. You know what I realized is all the time that he lived with you, I think I saw him once when I was helping you move in, and never again. 
yeah, that guy's a dedicated worker. He like lives at New Rock 104. That must yes. be the reason. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the he's the boss man there, if you will, for uh, for New Rock. He uh, he, I mean, he puts everything together. He's the the programming director. So uh-huh. he's 24 seven. When he'll come, when he comes home, if something goes wrong at the station, he wakes up and he heads out. Oh man. Uh, we shared a wall, and I could hear the radio station on 24 yeah. seven. He's uh, always just like make sure thing. And he's, he's a control freak in, in a sense that I applaud the way that I am with our show where, you know, I, I want to see it from beginning in a certain way. I have a certain vision, a certain view. Uh, if you come in and want to say, uh, I don't know, knock down towers in a 9-11 game, I'll probably say no because I realize <laughs> it's a bad idea. Air quote, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say again. There should be that qualifier in there. We want to yeah. knock towers down again. Hmm. Yeah. Jihad or bust? That, that was, was cracking good, me up. I just like the cringe was so palpable through my headphones when I was listening to that. That was exactly like, oh what I was going God. for. <laughs> that was yeah. I realized I realized that we have a brand of dark humor that well, dark humor in general. I, I actually I think I forwarded a meme today on Facebook. Uh, dark humor. No, it was a, it was an image of Joseph Stalin. It said, "Dark humor is like socialism." Uh, nobody gets it. Or nobody something. gets. It. No, dark humor is like food. Yeah. Not everyone gets it. Exactly. Yeah. And it was gorgeous. So yeah, no, it was we, awesome. Yeah. We hit a certain level. The of way dark we described humor. it was awful, but it was good. Yeah. yeah. Trust us. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, I got a lesson because the next day at work, uh, Alex and I were talking about it, and the person that was in the room with us was not having it, and she had unfortunately lost some friends in the building, and I was like. Oh, reality check. Some people actually went through that. Ooh. And here on the West Coast, we don't know that, or we don't get that feeling so much, because we watch it on TV. We didn't actually live out there on the East Coast, where it's so much, it holds so much more to everyone out there. Yeah. So, you know, there's a part of, oh, well, we're assholes. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, but without all that, I wouldn't be able to say post 9-11 world and have it have any kind of meaning. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was <laughs> the, thing, the thing is, though, is is being an asshole is kind of awesome because you 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 even if you understand that something is really shitty you can see the humor in it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that makes you an asshole but you're having a good time see, right i mean <laughs> i saw on your your facebook page you you bill yourself in the non-politically correct which i applaud yeah. you for by the way uh there's too many there's too much of this in the world uh, mm-hmm. everyone has to be politically correct in some way and it drives me batty uh i like I mean, we're not in general. Uh, our whole crew, we're not jerks. We're not assholes. We're no, not definitely completely not. Completely no. like lack or void of emotion or, or feelings or care. Uh, but we have a certain sense of humor that just goes. And sometimes you, you should be able to just make a joke to definitely. lighten the mood to whatever. Uh, I, I'm not encouraging like let's let's go knock down more buildings because I need more, more material for Kevin to make a game on it. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would make it that same week because it's not too soon. Pretty soon you can make that a. Uh... That um, uh, high speed rail game that you've been wanting to make. Ooh, ooh! This guy just gave me a <laughs> gave me a fine idea. <laughs> <laughs> the way I came up with uh, Jihad or Bust was it was uh, Tuesday, um, the day before the show, and I'm flum, like, flum. I feel like we need that Law and Order soundbite right there. <laughs> this Tuesday. isn't your show. You come on my show and you tell me how to do my shit. Hell not yeah. giving you sound I effects mean, advice. It's emasculating. That's how. 
It's how DJs emasculate themselves. And yeah. now in post, I'm gonna put in a little Law and Order dun dun. Anyway, <laughs> no, it was uh, it was Tuesday, and I was at home. It was like 8 p.m., and I'm like, shit, I gotta come up with a game for her tomorrow's show. I gotta come up with something. And I sat for about 20 minutes, and just I, nothing was coming to mind. And, and I was then like, you smoked a huge bowl, and then you thought of it. Right? It was pretty damn close. <laughs> uh, I was like, you know what I need to do? I need to come up with just a funny name for something, and then backwards engineer the game to match the name there you go i like your style there and i came up with jihad or bust and i was laughing so goddamn hard <laughs> with just the name itself i'm like this has to work so <laughs> and bought, it did and it did i bought some poster board i made some buildings i bought some paper airplane, it was like so, nine by five cards it was and, so painful it was <sighs> listeners go listen to nope no, <laughs> no, 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 no. as a matter of fact we talked about it on the 420 show you can have that game if you want. Oh, Lord. That's our I gift to you. I'll teach you. I heard you say that. I was like, this guy just wants us to fail. He's just, he tried to sabotage I'll, us. I'll teach you the rules. They're simple. You know, I was going to say, actually, I think that Matt and Stacy actually uh, ditched out on tonight because they heard that uh, you kind of bring some some attention from some powerful people that Ooh. they might not want. Okay, first off, I'll say that after that show, with uh, it was personal computer was the guest. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that's right. Our numbers, which have been fantastic since the start of March when we got involved in all the political bullshit, uh-huh. uh, they dropped off dramatically <laughs> that Thursday morning. And it was like, hmm, well, the, <laughs> the political thing has been over for over a week, so is, it can't be that window closing. I um, didn't want our heads to get too small <laughs> for what was all happening. That's I right. I, yeah. didn't like it where they, I didn't like the direction things were going. We're ruining the show. Just if our you can hear weird. some of the racist shit that I cut out of the show, sometimes it's like I'll I'll be like, oh, I want to leave that in because it's funny. But then somebody, whether it be Matt or or Bob, they're just like, you have to cut that out. You have to. It's hmm. funny when you get uh, you might have a few of those. Yeah, <laughs> co- co-hosts who have uh, buyer's remorse on the next day. Yeah. Hey, so I'm starting to get rid of that fog from last night. Um. Can we cut out the third segment? Yeah. I, I don't want, you know, just in case my boss ever hears. Or it's like, <laughs> well, you did it, though, so. Yeah. You exactly. guys you guys are lucky. You're not live. You're not on Oh, it. yeah. We're for like, us, oh, that's right. <laughs> for us, it's like, well, shit, we did it. There it's, it is. Yeah. I guess I don't really need to edit it out because it's well, already can, out there. Once, I mean, once the live thing is, your, your live stream is done, it's gone, right? And then after that, you edit it down and put it on YouTube and yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. Three different. We do the uh, we do the Disney Fu version of uh, DVD, where we do the initial. <laughs> here's the audio podcast that we post, and so now you can go check that out and listen to the podcast. And then here's the video podcast, like 18 hours later. Now you can watch the show, and it has extra things in it. So I like to keep like little bonus clips or something that yeah. you, didn't, you didn't get to hear in the audio. And then finally, the 360 camera, which now has a lot of like when we go to our break and the music goes up, I actually take that audio down and you hear us talking in the studio so you get all that after oh, really? show stuff like oh, little added things out. so that's like the year and a half later dvd special annual super edition release we've taken dirty dowdy podcast out of the vault see what we need to do is we need to on the first three recordings or four recordings we need to put have little sensor beeps over all of our swearings I don't then, have enough time for and that. Then, and then, <laughs> that takes six, a long time six months later we can come out with the unrated version <laughs> 
of the R-rated version. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And 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 you know, get that little boost once more. They do that <laughs> shit all the time. That's why every movie that comes out is PG-13, and it's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. They're so terrified hey, of having they, an R-rated pretty, movie. Pretty good job with Deadpool, though. Yeah, but watch, they that's did. gonna spawn a whole new thing. That's gonna that's spawn gonna a whole suck. bunch of shitty R-rated movies. But I think Deadpool, they're gonna keep pretty awesome i was super happy with that worked because the, the way source material and oh it, well definitely it made sense yeah yeah and, and I, I feel like yeah they were just set up to win because no matter how referential they got that you could just say oh that's deadpool but now yeah. so gonna... it's, it's like they, 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 nothing was off limits they they could just sit there and tell a whole origin story but and what... make it just cheesy as fuck and just be like okay it's gonna <laughs> yeah. go bad though because now i'm hearing the new wolverine movie is gonna be r-rated which Wolverine in the comic books, he can he can slide to, to R rated, but the Wolverine that we know in movies is, is just not. He they, he's been neutered, so they're gonna yeah, go but... all out. And like, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna see him shagging some bitch with his adamantium dick? Uh, it just yeah. like, do you like, think can we he just has push... a bone? Do you yeah, in the this... human anatomy? Do you think there's a bone in the penis? I'd like to think the added thing they did is <laughs> it's just gross. It's all fling. when he's in the Weapon X favor. facility. He's just like, can you add in this little piece right there? Like, Here's I'm gonna twenty go... bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Read this note. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> this scientist is so desperate. He's like, oh, 20 bucks. Oh, shit, man. This guy's paying up. Come on. Come on, Stryker. Help me out here. You're going to make me your weapon. At least let me fuck like a champ. That's right. Give yeah. me some steel balls. I'm sure he can already fuck like a champ because he can regenerate. So it's like you never get sore. Damn. Right? I mean, you could just keep pounding. Does that mean his his like, his his uh, his package his, his, the actual, his cum is what I'm trying to say. It just, you can say <laughs> that. Is that like within seconds away? Like once he blows, he's like, I I'm got good. more. I got more, yeah. yeah boom. Just, what if it's just an unending stream of cum and it, he can just come as long as he wants? I we, think I've seen that actually, movie. It's a Marlon Wayans movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we actually calculated this one time on a road trip. Uh, the average amount of ejaculate and the average amount of times that someone ejaculates in a week and how many weeks there are in a year, and how many years that it's been going on. And I was on a road trip when I was, I think, I want to say I was 18. Oh, God. And after about 45 minutes of very intense, accurate calculations, I came up with about five gallons worth of ejaculate within, like, uh, that would have been about seven years or so. so you know, six or seven years. Yes, of- wow. That's when you're 18. I'll yeah. T- I'll tell you, in my 30s, it's been about... Six ounces. <laughs> <laughs> you crap out one kid, and Paul goes down. But, but once we found out that that uh, that gross amount, haha, pun intended. Um, <laughs> the the next obvious question was, what if that all came out at one time? Oh God! Yeah, and then just it just ran for that would be painful. I, I feel yeah. like that would just sap everything. Like your body would just deflate. You just like like you would have a trail that started in the bathroom and would like filled the sink and then went through the carpet and then outside where the garbage can is and you'd have to just finish out in, in like the recycle. I'm envisioning bin. UHF Michael Richards. <laughs> he gets to take a drink from the water. Can't believe you just pulled that fucking <laughs> yeah. reference. Or from the what is it? The oh, fire hydrant. Damn, but Daddy. it's a fire hydrant of cum. <laughs> that movie was 1986. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if I gave awards, you would get the award for tonight. 30, 30 year reference right there. That's, Thank you. That's going to be hard to beat. I just, you know what's funny is we used to, I, in fact, I think on the episode you listened to on the Guardians of the Galaxy episode. Your dildo we, episode. Yes, yeah. That's what it was. Dildos of the Galaxy. We, we always cut out the word cum for like... From the beginning of our show to like, I don't know, episode like I, like sorry, 16. Sorry, I, I got to interrupt. Uh, 
your editing, your beeps seem half-assed. Just like my show. Thank it's you like very much. You get a series of beeps. I'm like, oh, okay, so they edit the language. And then you hear a fuck get dropped. It's like, no, the only thing we edited, the only thing we edited out was come and we did it as a joke. Okay. Okay. I didn't get that. I didn't get to the last, uh, like 10 minutes of the show, but yeah, I'm listening. I'm like, there's a lot of beeps going on, but a lot of salty language happening. We talk about, we talk about coming way too much. (laughs) (laughs) And for a while we were beeping it out, but now what we do is instead of, instead of, beeping outcome we have a bell that rings every time somebody says come ding so it just goes ding awesome yeah it's a come bell it's a come bell and that's yeah. actually the sound file it says come bell it's so pavlonian yes <laughs> if you accidentally ring it do you accidentally come uh, i do a little bit all the time do we so need to look just... under this table no please okay. don't okay that's my private area that's my okay. that's the that's the come side yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you see why I love doing my show every Wednesday. I, I get this every Wednesday. I think I just realized though, I think I'm the part of I'm I think I'm the problem in my show <laughs> with all the dirtiness. We call that a dowdyism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we we could do a uh, a show trade. Like a work you know, where sometimes uh one company will will send a person to another company and they exchange workers for a week, a work exchange program. I don't think that ever actually happened. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> I think that was a sitcom. We'll give you Kenneth, and if you, you can come on our show. Okay, that'd be fun. And I did not mean that literally. Well, I would like no to bell. do that too. No bell. Yeah, no, 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 oh, okay. no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be hella fun. I was actually going to say, like, that'd be, that'd be fun to go be on your show we should get you guys in for an open mic podcast. That'd be, that'd be a lot of fun. Come in yeah. and sit in our studio, and we'll set you up. You guys do it live on our thing. That'd be hella fun. Do you think you can do a live show? Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, we were actually talking about doing one. Um, we got a ton of friends. I mean, like every single episode we've done, we've done like 30. Look at you bragging. We have a ton of friends. We've got a ton of friends. <laughs> yo. Dozens of them. i got more <laughs> friends than dozens and dozens. And if listeners, if you don't get that joke, listen to that or the Dirty Dowdy podcast. Yeah, thanks, Phil Teresi. <laughs> no, he's yeah. he's a cool guy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. He he was making a point on KMJ and whatever. He's talking about us by name on KMJ. So yeah. I'm like, he can say whatever he wants. That's fucking right awesome. Now. Yeah, Dowdy's a child molester. He said Dowdy. Oh, yeah. Did you hear that? And the thing is, is you probably get put on a list, and then that means you guys get more listeners get more because hits, they're like yeah. listening for. Dirty, yeah. dowdy things. Up until jihad, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we got the whole NSA company yeah, listening the, now. More that, listeners. All right. But they don't show up on the hits, see? The, <laughs> the KMJ uh, the KMJ audience probably tuned in for us, tuned out at that. Yeah, serious. And, but, I don't know. There's probably a bunch of like Arab-hating like super conservatives that listen to that maybe, show. Maybe, maybe, but then So they're like Jihad or bust, yeah. That's so, what I was shooting America. for. No, no, you <laughs> want to knock towers down with planes. I did. I really did. The visuals. <laughs> so, okay, now that we're well, we've been talking about your show a lot. So, I kind of I I had some questions um but uh, I've just I I kind of wanted to just talk about like your format, you know, like like how how much work goes into your guys' show cuz I know ours we watch a movie and then we sit down here and we bullshit and and just have some fun but you guys is this live and you have to keep it going you Wait, know you already heard Molstar talk about he uh he waits till the tuesday night before yeah. and then scrambles for something i like your style that's <laughs> my muse i just watched star, <laughs> star trek into darkness last night and i was hella drunk 
I watched the uh, the first hour and fifteen minutes before I came here. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen it before though? Yeah, yeah. I've oh, seen okay. It. I've well, seen it a couple good. times. Yeah. What if we start talking about the ending and you're like, spoiler alert! Like, you sons of bitches! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not finished. We got to come back next week. <laughs> yeah. I need, I need an hour real quick. Let me use your computer. Um, the the format, the structure of the show, uh, it has been evolving over seven years. But from yeah, the very definitely. beginning, I did have a structure similar to what we have now in that I segmented our show. Um, mm-hmm. Now, and back in the day, we did it straight through, and then we'd go back and edit and all that stuff. Now my editing, I don't edit anything in the actual content of the show. I just remove our commercial breaks uh, with the music and everything, which could be yeah. like 18 minutes. Um, but I do, in our show normally now, we have five segments, an opening, a closing, and then we usually do the clam bake, an interview with our guest, and a game. So we kind of have a little bit of a structure that... Every so often we mix and match some stuff. But uh, to me, the idea is a lot of podcasts, like you, you get just this rambling. You start off with this awkwardness or a lot of fire, one or the other. But every, yeah. you start <laughs> off the podcast, and then the topic that you're talking about dies down to the point of a dick joke. And then someone awkwardly transitions to the next portion of the show that they were, gonna, they were planning on talking about. So for us, it's like one segment, one thought. So this segment, we're going to be talking about the clan bake. So we're going to be talking about uh, DMX getting his watch stolen from a girl apparently raped. And and uh, we're going to be talking about these characters. And then we drop it. Next segment, we're coming up with our guest, Jason, from That Movie Podcast. Ooh. and uh, One of these days. We'll, we'll tease what's coming up and all that. And then it's done. That segment, that little box is, is away. And we can all go outside, have a cigarette, come back in, and we're refreshed and ready for this part. Um, but... We also now we've we've gotten pretty good at the callbacks where we can reference something from the second yeah. segment, and that's also good when you can tie the. But whole it's show not together. like a huge focus. <clears throat> no, like, like every segment has its own it, area it's, to breathe. It's, and stuff. Yeah, and that's exactly it. You need to breathe. Yeah. Um, when we've done the open mic podcasts. I've had some, you know, some of the some groups have come in, some baby podcasts, and and I've tried to help encourage or, or coach them a little bit without stepping on them. I want them to do them. Uh-huh. Uh, but you do you, boo boo. We've we've I've kind of asked them like takes breaks, do segments, so that way you know um, fit our format as as we do our live show. But then also when you go outside, we can talk real quick and you can breathe and relax because you get that like panicked. Okay, so you guys ready? You know what you're gonna read, right? You're gonna you have to say something about Riley's Brewing. Thanks, Riley's, and <laughs> and then you're gonna introduce your show. It's and, not and your show, damn it! No, I'm just... I pump off the <laughs> intro music. We fire and. You get this like deer in the headlights look, and that kind of I think that sticks with people for that first segment where they're just everybody's kind of off their game. Yeah, we take our first break. I uh, tell them you know like it's done. Don't worry about it. Uh, you you come back fresh segment. This is what you're talking about. So you know focus on that material. Make sure the slides are all going on the video. All that they so, come back and they usually do a lot better on the second segment on because you've got that breathing room. So you have your guests like have have specific things they need to say and stuff like that. Well, for the open mic podcast, uh, for theirs, I, I tell them, you know, we have to reference this sponsor that we have. So they have to, like, do an ad read, pretty much, that kind of stuff? Uh, actually, I make it as simple as possible. I even write it on the script that I have. Uh, nice. It's, you know, this is the uh, this the Short People uh, podcast on longbox.fm, brought to you by Rally's Brewing. Bam. You've just accomplished everything you need to do. Nice. No, that's cool. <laughs> I like that. It works I, as a they, nice uh, springboard, too, when people kind of get stuck on what to say. It's like, okay, well, here's something to just get your mouth moving yeah. and get some noise going. And maybe someone's like, Riley's, what are they? Oh, they drink beer. Hey, that reminds me of that time. It's just, it's it's really just kind of a starting point. Yeah, definitely. Instead yeah. of just sitting around with people that have never done it before or even if they have, 
you know, a lot of times like conversations and the ones people want to capture on, on, on recordings are the ones that just kind of happen randomly and usually about things that are happening at the time. Absolutely. And so yeah. it's hard to get something going with four people sitting around a table waiting for something cool to happen. And who, yeah. who aren't used to it. And then, and then also on top of that, it's like, oh, by the way, you're live. You have cameras on you and you have a lot of listeners tuned in. Thousands and or wait, Thousands dozens and dozens. dozens of eyes. <laughs> so ready, set, go. You know, um, <laughs> but yeah. Come. yeah, I was just gonna say that sounds like come right there. We take it even farther, like with the segments on our show. Back, back with what we do. Um, I have a setup where I only do one guest per show, so one band, one comedian, whatever. I rarely go multiple. In the past, I used to try to shove as many guys as I could. Like I want more names, so it's more people listening on Facebook yeah. or whatever. That can get so messy, though. It, it, it it's dumb, and I see it on certain other internet groups that they just file through guests in a one hour show you have five guests or something and to me you don't you don't get any you don't get to know them you're so focused on telling the product that you don't get to be you yeah um, absolutely. and i think i said something to you i'm like it's your show you're the star of this we're just a guest and you need to start people need to start thinking that way so that's what we do we're the star of the show these guests come in we tell them sit don't say anything in the first segment let us fire through this first segment which is like 10 minutes yeah. But we, we ply them with a lot of beer, get them loose, <laughs> and then we introduce them on the second segment. But we don't talk to them. We go, second segment. And by the way, we're going to be talking about celebrities. Feel free to chime in. They're still putting down beer. They're listening to us do our thing. And they start to, to kind of loosen up and get this idea like, okay, this is what you do. And then when the third segment starts, it's here's the interview process. And the bands are the best because Kevin and I have a thing where we fire off. We go, okay, time to interview the band. So band. We want to know where'd the name come from? Uh, shoving garage hoses up our ass. Oh, fantastic! How long? Garage. Hoses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I meant garden hoses, and then I was also thinking of garage. air compressors that were in my garage. Oh all man, apart. that would be awful. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, apparently, it's just like off of a uh, Big Trouble in Little China when that dude just like makes himself swell up so high and he explodes. Another. I old can reference. see you're trying to be his reference, but that's yeah. not far enough back. <laughs> I think that was eighties. I think that was eighty eight. If Let's pull wrong. up IMDb, all right? Pull it up. No, I'm just kidding. But the, no, uh, see I'm, what UHF was. That was 80, 84, I think. All right, you know what? I'm doing it. Well, you guys... Yeah. Just, yeah. So, yeah, the idea is, is we fire through the standard questions you'd hear in any interview on radio or a podcast or TV or anything like that. Anything that this band is going to go through in their life, these are the standard questions. We knock them out in like 30 seconds, don't even let them talk. They just sit there like, huh? What? <laughs> and then we get into, like, okay, let's get some actual conversation in. Like, things you want to know. But the personality behind the guy on stage. And and we start having our fun that way. So, at that point of the show, the guest is usually very loose. And we get something golden from them. Uh, versus if you did a normal type of interview, bring them in, slot them into a spot. You're here from, like, 8.30 to 8.54. Uh, where they're just going to be sitting there going, yes, this is us. Promote, 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 promote. That's what we do. Promote, promote. Don't look, make us look bad. Promote. Okay, we're good. Get out. <laughs> yeah. That's a shitty show. Uh, so that's that's how we do it. And then at that point, I realized that our show has gone on a long time. So we do the game, which is loose. And a lot of people are intoxicated and or high. And then we end up with the tardies. And at that point, I'm like, if you're listening to the show at this point, you're stuck till the end anyways. Yep. Most people have already checked out like 30 minutes That's like one of my favorite parts of the show, though, when you call back all the retarded stuff people do. Yeah. Well, it's a great way to wrap up. It ties (laughs) the whole thing together. And it also keeps the retard in the corner, like, occupied with something for the show. Yeah. We try to, you know, put Kenny in a box. (laughs) You guys guys really do have have a really solid formula going on and it's really cool and and it is like listening to 
a radio show except for you you don't have sensors and all that shit it's yeah. it's awesome i love it and and i've i've listened to every episode since i started listening to you guys and then i'm i'm of course trying to go back oh and there's like 300 that I, oh i know yeah so have fun oh man yeah. <laughs> i mean i'm not going to listen to everyone that's that's hard but i will listen to everyone from i now. i got to say like it, well the entirety of the show we've had we've had some boring episodes mm-hmm. but pretty much since I don't know the the after the first year, there. I mean, it's it's like a string of pretty goddamn solid shows. That's good. D- different crew, different time, but we still had. I, I always worked really hard in trying to get good, Man. interesting guests. Uh huh. Um, we were a lot more wild back then, uh, a lot looser, a lot lot crazier. Uh, so we've kind of dialed into, I think, a better, more palpable show. But palpable. Sacrificing. Are you sure that's a word? I, it is now. <laughs> Uh, without sacrificing like the the overall like the end product and i think that i think we're at the top of our game in a sense right now like we, we're i'm gonna save that because in a year from now you're gonna be like fuck i can't believe i said yeah that. jihad I, or bus too <laughs> <laughs> you want to be at the top of your game all the time definitely they're, they're no. not gonna they're not gonna all be winners but you want to keep going up yeah you want to keep progressing you want to keep getting better but oh we, by, we... by the way i i looked it up so, Big Trouble in Little China was 1986. UHF? Okay. 1989. Wow. Motherfucker! Damn, I was off quite a bit there. I would have thought that that was older. Apologies. So, he did that movie while he he started Seinfeld. Uh, Seinfeld was... Seinfeld was 90, wasn't it? 89 or 90 is when that one happened. I want to say 90. He looked a little older in Seinfeld. Less Jewy, too. Less (laughs) Jewy. Great, great. Yeah, you're welcome. We're making friends here. Jew come. Are you Jewish? <laughs> you know, what if I am? Well, I'm 1.5%. No, if, if you would have so. met Matt, he looks Jewish, but but he's Mexican. So. Okay, so he's just not rich. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's cheap, though. That's halfway there. So he's half. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vape for a sec. Uh, oh, God, you're one of those. By the way, if you like vape, tune into the Dirty Daddy podcast this week. It's sponsored by Intername Here Vape Companies. Just remember that part. Yeah. yeah they, <laughs> they do good work, those Intername Vape Companies here, guys. Cut wood, <laughs> the sauce boss. Hey, how much money have you made during the show? I've lost about, let's see, this board was about 400 No, we're bucks. talking gross. Just gross. Just gross? gross? Yeah. About negative $1,000. <laughs> Amateur. Yeah. <laughs> So see, we've been doing our shit for seven years, and we're still at the same level. Yeah. we got a bigger table, though. <laughs> it's not the size that counts. It's how you use it. You ain't anywhere until oh, you got a big table. <laughs> I inherited this table, okay? You saying my dead grandma wasn't good enough? Saying she didn't have good I taste in big like tables. I have a table like this at home from a dead grandma. <gasps> High five. Yay, dead grandma's Dead club. grandma's. I, oh I feel so excluded. <laughs> Both my grandmas are alive. I want my grandma to be dead. Yeah, Thanks a lot, Grandma, for living. God. Oh my god! <laughs> nah, it's okay. They're both dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've really liked how you guys can span so many different topics and it not be like faux pas like nothing is off limits it's pretty cool oh yeah nothing sacred or okay it might be faux pas but it doesn't matter you know like no i I like the the like the the list of of guests that we've been able to pull and and we continue like we're not focused on one 
genre or one thing. Like we're not a music only thing. Uh, I like that we can hit anything and everything. And to me, it's kind of like I don't leave my house. So you, you should feel somewhat special, right? Uh, I, I never go I out. Do. I never do anything. So I get to invite the world into my house. And so it's like, well, what do I want to see next? Ooh, that looks like a cool thing. Let's invite them on the show. And and it rolls with everyone. That's the same way I am, though, too. Like, I, I hardly ever leave my house either. It's just always, you know, like we do the recording. Most of it's because I have kids, but... You know, it's like once the kids go to bed, come over and we'll record and we'll do this or that or, you know, we'll have an orgy or whatever. So. Yeah. Wait, why, why wasn't I inv- invited for that? Well, one? I haven't met. I haven't had an orgy since I met you. I had a solo orgy last <laughs> night. Yeah. Yeah. One Is man. that like where where like you get those those weird octopus arms where like when you raise your hands and then the, the other ones are tied? No, that's just hands? what I call jerking off. I should have been more explicit. <laughs> Is that like where you like crack your own pepper? You ever done that? Oh, crack my own pepper. Yeah, not. you should try that. You're going to hear this on a Molestar question at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Here's a good question. Um, for scratching your nuts, are are you team stretch and scratch or yes. team pinch and roll? Ooh. I'm a little bit of both, you can't actually. Be. <laughs> it's illegal. How is that illegal? <laughs> you stretch and scratch with your right hand. So you stretch. You okay. Take, All you right. Take, now I like where this is going. You take your right hand and your thumb, and you stretch it out, and you scratch with your with your middle finger. I, I, I must admit, I've been here. And then your left hand, you pinch and roll. Yes. Yeah. See, and you I, do it at the same time. The pinch and roll for me is always the tactic you use through your pocket. You know, when, you, when oh, you're, you're when right. You're, you're right. Yeah. You just, you're gonna find it in just little. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. Actually, yeah, I'm nice. so unapologetic about that. If I have to scratch my nuts, I'll just. Like put my foot up on a bench and just go for it. So you should plop your nuts on the bench backrest, let them spread out. Yeah, and give then just do a couple little squats. Give just teabag the bench. And yeah, give them a good kneading. Man, mom, I hope you're not listening to this. Sorry, mom. No, after Jihad or bus, she left. <laughs> this is all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, let's let's get down to the whole reason that you guys are on my show. Cocaine. Yes. Well, I thought we did that already. Really? Yep, I want more okay. cocaine. Okay, well, I ran out, so... Cocaine's um, not one of those things, you just do one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, I already did one cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> one cocaine, please. Um. So, we watched a movie. Right, guys? Star Wars! Star Wars, yeah. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. I watched. Episode one, The Phantom Menace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, we watched a good movie. Yes. Well, deb- debatable. <laughs> what? Oh, what? This is gonna okay. This is gonna get interesting <laughs> quick. <laughs> uh, we watched Star Trek. Do d- we, d- d- darkness something into darkness? Do we discuss the credentials of our Trekness before we get into this? Let's do it. Oh, our Trek background. Yes, I grew up on Star Trek and Star Wars. Star Wars mostly. Like when I was a little kid, like from from actually from birth, like I was watching Star Star Wars. And um, my mom would always watch Star Trek, and and eventually I would just like start watching with her, and and a lot yeah. of it was too grown up for me for quite a while. But around um the next generation, I really started getting into it, and, yeah. And I would like start following it around, uh, or following along with it and stuff. And um, then I I started kind of going back to more of the you know first generation Star Trek stuff, and and then of course I watched um Enterprise. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, one of my favorites was actually Deep Space Nine. And talk about politics! That that show is politics or political as fuck. That's my favorite. Yeah, series. that's one of my favorites too. <laughs> and um, 
I wish in this movie, I wish that that there was more Cardassians just or any Cardassians just so so they could make a joke of uh, keeping up with the Cardassians. Yeah, that would have been. Maybe that's probably the only reason they took it out. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> like, there's not going to be a third movie. Guys. Yeah, but I I liked how they did like how they had a bunch of different alien races in this, and they actually made them look totally alien. It didn't look just look like people in makeup. You know, that was pretty cool. I'm talking about the Into the Darkness. Yeah. In, into, into Darkness. Into Darkness. Jesus, man. Into you darkness. watched it today. Star Trek. Star Trek. Into the Darkness. I think, it, I think it's... <laughs> I think it's Star... I think it's Star Trek Into Darkness. Because I think they forgot like a semicolon or I something. I hate you guys so <laughs> much. Or at least a comma. Star Trek, comma, Into Darkness. Star Trek, comma, can, can I mention, Trek okay. Into the Darkness. But now it's more like Star, comma, but the comma's silent. Trek Into Darkness. Star Trek into darkness. Star Trek into darkness. Yeah, that's that's what that's what I'm reading it as. He's right in your wheelhouse right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little drunk. That's all. Uh, the for going to mind, I, I, there's okay. There's always that um, balance as far as Star Trek or Star Wars. As far as who are you? you're on one side. Or it's the so other, funny right? how there are a bunch of similarities, but they're totally different ways of storytelling and, and everything else and it kind of separates people into two different camps i think everyone's a fan of both but you're a fan of one over the other oh definitely sure. uh i think star trek would have done much better uh with better merchandising because what what you can get the legos star wars set you can get the legos or you can get the uh, the kylo ren mask you can get the lightsabers well you can't but beat star, star trek, wars merchandising yeah. though i mean that was a cash get, cow from the beginning what are you gonna get for star trek you get the john luke picard and he comes with a side piece of earl gray tea i'll tell or you he has that little <laughs> case with the flute yeah right yeah it, it, it's crap for Mark. No, you can get uh, his. You can get his Borg. His the, his uh, Lacutus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lacutus the, the, top. The thing is, is 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 um, Star Wars. At least the merchandising aspect really focused on the kids, and, and it was definitely more action heavy. And I know that the new movies are very action heavy now, but like the the Star Paramount. Trek. Yeah, Paramount still screwed. That's why Abrams actually left to do Star Wars. Uh, they would not allow him in the first two movies to to get involved with merchandising paramount i guess is run by guys who are just determined to fuck themselves over yeah so jj <laughs> abrams is like i have all these ideas we're gonna do this we're gonna reboot this it's gonna become a big series it's gonna be great uh, i want to do this this and this thing go no just go ahead and make the series great but you don't get any other stuff and he did two movies and went fuck this i'm gonna go do star wars which by the way didn't apparently very well in a oh yeah you know so i don't know because he's still on board to do the third movie the third star trek movie uh no, that that's already done deal. It's uh, somebody else. Simon Pegg is writing. Oh, with okay. Orzy, uh, one of the one of the other writers and, and one of the lost alum, and uh, hmm. Jeremy Lin has been directing it. He's the Fast and Furious guy. So oh, I, I, that's where I'm kind of worried. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know about this. Fast the inter- and Star Trek. Yeah, the they Enterprise are trying to fuck themselves over. Dragging a bank vault through space. <laughs> what are we gonna get? Drag racing between then- the Enterprise and Vin Diesel's ship. He's like. What you got? He's like, be... he's like in like a Romulan bird of prey or something. <laughs> Dragging a safe with sparks coming off of it That's somehow. Right. There's no in space, whatever. yeah. There's whatever, no... guys. Just do a flip. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> Someone shoot something. Turn north. Wait, there's no north in space. <laughs> Although just, just keep doing what you're doing, but look sexy. While, while they're drag racing, they just go by a nebulous that looks like Paul Walker. <laughs> Tribute. <laughs> 
Throwback. And he just like does like a wink or something. Yeah. Easter egg. <laughs> they put in this like sad music. Okay, so, so that's yeah, that's my thoughts on the Star Wars Star Trek. But your your background. My background was uh, I grew up on Star Trek: The Next Generation. Nice. And that's the one that my dad always watched. And I started watching that I would say when I was like seven or eight. And it's weird because I we watched TV. We never had cable. And so the only television, the only television we watched like during the summer was like the Matlocks and the Andy, okay. Andy Griffith shows. You know, so I was all I was almost only exposed to like adult shows. Yeah, yeah. On TV and just kind of just kind of fell into them. But yeah, Star Trek: The Next Generation watched and got pretty far into that. I tried to watch, I tried to branch off into something else. Um, you know what? I just never got stuck on any of the other you, ones. You know what? I really got into from Star Trek was Stargate. That's the, the other Stargate one that SG I one. that I followed. That one that was oh a badass God. show. Yeah, that was a good mix. But have yes, you ever, have you ever checked out Stargate SG One, Chris Dowdy? Uh, no, I was never. I never got into that. Okay, one. I think it's still on Netflix. Watch that shit for real. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You they got, take everything they did in the the Stargate. But you got MacGyver movie. in it. That's that's a hard sell, right? He there. is amazing. Oh yeah, no, he's he sells the show, man. He makes the yeah. show for real. And then oh, yeah, whenever, whenever he leaves around season eight, I was sad. oh god damn it, man. You have eight seasons of Richard Dean Anderson being awesome, though, okay? Yeah. Get and I love how it. that show started to kind of, like, make fun of itself, too. Oh, yeah. They did that puppet episode. Yeah. Where everything was puppeteered. That shit was amazing. It, it reminded me a lot of, like, Hercules and Xena Warrior Princess. Yes. In a way, like, where eventually they're just like, let's just have fun. And, and just like, kind of like, camp. Fuck, yeah. yeah, fuck this stuff. Let's, let's have fun. <laughs> Do they go Galaxy Quest-ish with themselves? Yeah, there's a couple okay. episodes that are very Galaxy quest Which, by the way, watching this movie made me want to watch Galaxy Quest. Yeah. My thing, just to give credit, I, I think I posted it a long time ago, but I'm dressed in a... In a uh, galaxy far, far away? Yeah. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. Oh, nice. Red... <laughs> Red <laughs> next generation costume at like nine years old. Nice. I've gone to the events. Um, <laughs> I've assassinated a Klingon. My mom had to actually rescue me as I was being held hostage in a Klingon Shakespeare room uh, because they held me hostage because I assassinated one of their crew. So, I mean, I, I, I've gone through that. You know that this that. stuff isn't real, right? Shut up. No, this is all he has. <laughs> Big fan of, of the entire series, but I, I wouldn't put myself in the fanboy category either i i'm i'm not i'm not gonna like jizz all over your face because you said something bad about the series I, I'm, I'm not crazy yeah uh, and i don't live in a basement in my mom's house i know trekkie but, man yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know i know a lot of trekkies and one of the things i have to a disclaimer of mine that i have to put out there is i've known a lot of trekkies so the first time i watched um the first new Star Trek movie. What was the first one called? I don't remember. I think it was Star Trek. Star Trek, <laughs> yeah. 2009. Yeah. When I watched yeah. that one, I was just like, automatically, this movie's going to suck. Why are they They're going to ruin the franchise and stuff? And it was mostly because I knew a lot of Trekkies. And, and I was associated with them. And I was like empathizing with them more than anything yeah. else. But um, I still, I felt like that was kind of a weak movie compared. Um, and, then, and then I watched... Into Darkness, and I was entertained, but there were several parts, first time watching it, where I was just like, that doesn't need to be in there, that's stupid, why are they doing this, this is just so they can have an action scene, then I watched it last night, and I was into it, and I was just like, I was totally wrong about this movie, <laughs> like, the, the whole time I was watching it, I was just like, oh, crap, that's really cool, like, there was, this, the first time I watched it, you know that chase scene where Spock is chasing Khan, um, at the, towards the end you of mean, the movie? You mean John Harrison? Yes. 
Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> this is a spoiler movie cast. <laughs> if, you haven't, if you haven't recognized yeah, If you already. haven't seen the movie yet, go fuck off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but um, there was that whole chase scene, and the first time I watched it, I was just like, there's no point of having a chase scene right now. There's no reason. But then I watched it this time, and I was into it. And I was just like, I can't believe I thought this was stupid. And um, I was really into it, so so I have to take back a lot of the uh, shit I threw at this movie the first time I watched it. I have I have to do a little bit of a rant here when it comes to Chris Dowdy doing movie. a rant. Surprise! Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this movie and, and the fans of uh, Star Trek fans. I think when it comes to sci-fi comic book type stuff, there are three levels of fans. You got to understand that when it comes to sci-fi and comic books, up until like the the last eight years or so. You had nothing. You were the guy who lived in a basement, or you were the kid who wasn't popular because you liked this stuff. You didn't fit in with the cool kids. So there's a little bitterness that comes from. I think the top layer of this, the, the most easy to get along with, are your Star Wars fans. Because they did go through three movies of just pure crap. Oh, man. And, and they were all rejoicing on this one. Episode three was crap, but it was at least entertaining. Yeah, that, that was my favorite of the three. Yeah, but definitely. It's still... It bar, still wasn't bar, good. It bar didn't hold set up. low. Yeah, it, no, it was it was it was wretched. All yeah. three of those movies were just just completely wretched. I, I always tell people, and I caught a lot of shit for this when we talked about Star Wars on our show. Um, but I got a lot of shit for this. I I always tell people, you know, don't watch episodes one, two, and three. Just watch four, five, and six. They're yeah. solid movies. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a solid franchise, and then you can go right to seven and not need any of the bullshit that happened in one, two, and three. And every other person in, in that movie podcast was like, "You're so stupid. Those are well, good movies." The first three movies didn't really do anything for. Episode four, five, they and six. Didn't, they didn't. They didn't do anything. Nothing, nothing at all. It was... All it was was fan fiction. I mean, I know. I know that that um, George Lucas wrote it, but it was just fan fiction. That's I think the only reason George Lucas was a fan of his own shit. I think the only reason they did it because they could they could do it cheap comparatively by using pretty much ninety nine percent green screen. Yeah, and yeah. that the, the third movie. I mean, seriously, did they have? Did, were they on set for anything? I mean. Hardly at all. I remember you mean, watching in comparison to Seven, which it was which almost, is almost all actual. I mean, Christ! Well, at least they were thing... in the desert in Seven. You know, like <laughs> yeah. Episode Three was everything was. There were two shots. It was a wide shot or up close. Yeah, and there was no cinematography well, the, at all. Like watching, in these movies, I, I I love watching special features on stuff because I like watching how they make this stuff. Yeah, and watching special features on Episode Three, especially, they did this whole big. <laughs> documentary about that fight scene between obi-wan and um anakin and they showed they had like 700 animators and the whole thing was just a cartoon that's Mm -hmm. all it was Mm -hmm. yeah live action cartoon well no they it wasn't (laughs) even live action because they were cg most of the time there was a couple of times in there where where there was the real close shots of them fighting where they learned the choreography, but it was probably about 30 seconds worth of stuff. But then everything else was all completely animated. Like, there's those scenes where they're crawling all over those big crazy things on um, in the, over in the, the lava. lava. Yeah, they're climbing over, and By they the have way, all these animators doing all this stuff that's completely you're animated. You're six inches away from a, a, a river of lava. You would be burning yeah. like yeah, crazy. Yeah, there's instant, uh, instantaneous combustion. Or spontaneous combustion. Well, it's not quite spontaneous. It's yeah. yeah. No, no, the next time, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lava is 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 iron that is molten. It's liquid. So I mean, it's going to be what fourteen, fifteen hundred degrees. Yeah. 
Put would your you, put your oven. Would you say that's enough to point. take a building down? Um, I don't I don't know. We're not talking about <laughs> politics. <laughs> let's let's ask Building Seven. <laughs> God damn it. Um, so yeah, that's pretty goddamn hot, and you are about a foot and a half off of the off of the surface of molten lava. So on the thing that apparently doesn't melt. Yeah, on yeah. the steel beam that's not melting. Yeah. Too bad the towers aren't made of that. Anyway, you guys got <laughs> you guys got to listen to our. Um, we did an episode on Super Mario Brothers, oh, and we man. just shit on it the whole time. And we started making nine eleven jokes because whenever they go into the uh, Koopa world in Super Mario Bros, <laughs> it shows the twin towers and they're all fucked up. And it's like, oh, that's not right. Oh, that's nice. not right. They knew something, and then Matt goes, "Koopa the- fire doesn't melt steel beams." That's- <laughs> That's the only thing that that, that that movie got right. Yeah. <laughs> they were prophetic about it. But you can watch it on YouTube for free. So You have to. Yeah. but, but <laughs> No li- one's paying for yeah. that one. <laughs> listen, listen to that episode, though. It's awesome. Let me, let, me, let me hit my level two on this thing. Oh, that's right. Okay, so the Star Wars people, they're, they're, they do nitpick, but I think right now there's, there's like a happy level going on. They're just happy to be back to seven. I'm pretty much in that level right now. Yeah, I think that's a general consensus. It's good, fun movie, everybody's happy. The next level you have is your comic book fans. Now, these again, the, the people who come from the basement and they were never cool or popular. Suddenly now, comic books are the shit. Everyone's wearing the shirt. I can understand the bitterness, like when I see a 14-year-old girl wearing a, a Nirvana shirt. And I'm just like, you, you, mm, you, ha- mm, no, 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 <laughs> Take no, that no, shirt no, no. off, please. I think they're like please a techno band or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's cool. I've actually heard someone say it'd be really cool if they came, if they toured through Fresno. It was like. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would literally be a fucking have, miracle. Yeah, somebody has a way back machine and they can yeah. bring Nirvana back. But, uh, comic book fans are now that second level of they're just very super nitpicky like they get to see the movies and other than like okay uh x-men 3 uh, i'm going to take out of this because that was just pure shit but to to say like oh no deadpool didn't do this or wolverine never did this and they're just shitting on the whole thing and they're or the uh days of future past it wasn't kitty pry that did it, it was it was uh uh, rogue who did blah, 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 like people who, who yeah bitch about stuff and and nitpick and it's like dude you got a goddamn comic book movie coming out and you've got a whole slate of them till like the year 3018 yeah chill the <laughs> yeah, fuck serious. out you get to enjoy it and i'm sorry the storyline is not the same exact thing as it was in the comic book yeah. it's okay for something to be a little different look at the walking dead well and they yeah. even separated it they have the marvel cinematic universe and they have the comic book universe and they've made it very obvious that even though they're influenced by each other they're not the same thing but see that and, and and i'm usually okay with that now i hated um avengers age of ultron yeah um, it was a disappointment it, it was it was a cool movie but it didn't feel like an avengers movie at all it no. feels better on rewatches yeah like but... like it was it was an, it was entertaining it, it was felt like a 14 person cameo yeah, it was a clusterfuck that's yeah. all it was it was, it was the whole josh time. whedon tired yeah he was he... well and the thing was is he had so much studio pressure the movie he would have made would have been awesome i'm sure yeah, he but, he actually just spoke out because it's been a year now, and he finally said something about that, and he was just like, he, he was working on Ultron while he was still finishing the other Avengers movie. Yeah, I mean, well, it's because it, yeah, so because much happening. because Marvel Studio was like, you have to put this in, you have to put this in, you have to put this in, it, and it's it's all studio pressure, and 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 that's he, why he it hated sucked, that, I'm sure. that you had to tie in. I mean, yeah, he, he won. He, he he was smart enough to understand the universe. 
but it gets so exhausting. It's like, we want to do the scene. Oh, this would be a scene that would be a great reference to Ant-Man. Oh, fuck. I got to do Ant-Man. Okay. You know, like... <laughs> yeah. uh, rewrites and rewrites just, and rewrites. just too much. Yeah. But that's... Okay, this is the comic book fan who's who's super nitpicky and, and bitter and angry and wants everything to be exactly what they were reading in their mom's basement. It's like, be happy that the world accepts you. No, man. You're messing with their identity. Yeah. When you get that shit wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not the worst level. Level three is Star Trek fans. I could see that. And this is where it goes to the, the Into Darkness. Yeah. Um, Star Trek died. Absolutely died. It was never a mainstream thing. It was... The Star Trek fan is the worst of the worst of the sci-fi as far as popularity levels or what you can actually get away with. You have to... Like a coke addict or a heroin addict, you have to hide away somewhere to watch these in your own private way to, to <laughs> enjoy it. Shame without free. being sh- Yeah, exactly. Uh, so My now, safe space. Now, the movies come out... And, and it's got a big name director in J.J. Abrams. Uh, they got some big actors to come in. They and they did a movie, the very first movie that was it, it was big. It was action. It was yeah. They did a fine job, I thought, of getting the actors to play the roles, say the lines without being forced. Yeah. Uh, and what they did is they brought it into mainstream. It was acceptable. Well, and what but else? Star Trek fans go, uh. Uh-uh. Ah, you can't. No, that's not why they would do. No, that and and uh, that. And, well, they, and, and they get all up, and he's like, "Shut up, man! You're getting Star Trek." <laughs> yeah, for you, let me, man. Let me <laughs> let me make a point that that I didn't think of until after talking to my mom, who is a huge Trekkie. Um, she was telling me she really likes these new movies, which I was surprised about because I didn't at first because I was just like, they're exploration ships. And they're made to be peaceful, so they might have some little defensive weapons, but that's it. And then in the very first Star Trek movie, when you get the Enterprise, they've got phasers up the ass, and they have all these other crazy shit, and they're just like, it's a warship, pretty yeah. much. Um, but my mom was talking about it, and it was amazing, because she was saying how how J.J. Abrams really made it work, because... The whole timeline change where, you know, Spock goes back in time and then it kind of just screws up everything and it ends up starting this crazy war or, or the yeah. beginning of a war and all this other stuff. All of a sudden now Starfleet is in more of a wartime mentality than an exploration people, mentality. People call that cheap. It's, I thought it's amazing because you can't get into. He, he fit he fit it into the story, and that's all Star Trek is about is story, and, and the fact that he could fit in like you know having having these crazy weapons and having all this other stuff and having this crazy action into the story in such a reboot, way that's believable. You want to reboot into a ironclad canon, yeah, that spans not just the 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 time of the original series, but like. 800 star date years whatever that actually equates to and i'm sure there's someone who knows and is mad at me now yeah um, but <laughs> that's like that six somebody days mad it's so you. hard to to shove your version into that without getting shit so he did flip it a little bit and that was that gave him breathing room but i still think he kept it true to what star trek is and also brought it to a mainstream level where it's acceptable. You can you can actually watch the show. You can go to the movie in daylight and not feel ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And again, this is the level three of, of my version of, of those nerds who are, who are all uppity and pissed off. And it's like, this franchise has been around for 50 years and has never been accepted by anyone. And now it's mainstream and you're bitching about it. Do you want to go back to the basement? Yeah. You know, Relax, it's, man. You know, it's really funny. A lot of people feel comfortable in that basement, man. Right. The, Get out uh, of the basement. The original Star Trek with uh, Kurt, 
Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Captain Kurt Cobain. With the with the old Shatner. That I mean that okay, so that was what, seventies? No, sixties. Sixties, yeah. 60s moving into seventies. And basically. he always lost his shirt all the yeah. fucking time. That movie was basically like a uh, movie? <laughs> Movie. Well, they did have movies. Series, so yeah. Well, your credibility is just... Yeah, just... Hey, I told you. I'm, Wednesdays is when I'm good. You get table scraps. <laughs> <laughs> that whole series was basically like porn. I mean, pretty close. Pretty yeah, close to just yeah. TV porn. Oh, like, definitely. We're going to go to this planet. I'm going to make out with all the chicks on the planet. And then we're going to fight. We're gonna, I'm going to fist fight somebody. We'll, we'll fist the cuffs. And then we're going to save the day and leave. The Gorn. I'm yeah. Fist fight the Gorn. And then, and then everyone's going to love me. And then blow them up with gunpowder and rocks. And look, oh, look, this planet's full of ladies who almost don't wear any clothes at all. Let's go down there. And they're yeah. all green, so it's okay. Yeah. A different time. It's different. This, <laughs> yeah. we're, be, we're, being, we're being progressive. <laughs> That's one thing I love that they, they sort of kept in, in the movies, though, is they do have that sort of like, oh, there's all these sexy alien babes and stuff. But yeah. they don't linger on it as much, but... It's he there. still bangs him. Yeah, he still bangs that him. part in, in Into Darkness where he gets out of bed and there's that the chick two, with the tail, the and all of a sudden the other chick comes up yeah. and it's like, oh shit! Kurt's still throwing orgies. <laughs> Get down, space he's not, age. He's is it really an orgy or is on it one just side a, a threesome? And... I mean, is there like some sort of a place where it, instead of a threesome, I think if tails are in the mix, it's an orgy. Yeah, the stuff they could probably do with those tails. Yeah, no, orgies Ooh. start at five. That's that's <laughs> see, a that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> But I'm glad that we like got an ironclad yeah. rule on this now. Well, there's solo orgy, which we covered earlier. That's just yeah. yourself. Regular sex, which is boring. Threesomes. <laughs> group sex is obviously four. Orgies start at five, and then from there, it's, it's, it becomes a gaggle somewhere around like 18. <laughs> oh, my God. Or gangbang if it's all dudes. Yeah. Oh, man. That or bukkake. That sounds even better. I don't better. want any scenario where I accidentally touch dick to dick. Just, yeah. No. I think if the guy's really cute, I'd be okay no. with ah, it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one thing I say a lot. It's it's I'm completely straight and I make no case for it. So, I I I don't like touching other dick. No. Yeah. That's just a standard rule. The closest thing. Never mind. This is gonna sound so have. pedophilic. This I was just gonna so say the closest it. thing to touching other dick was cleaning my son's diapers. This is so into darkness. Yes, it is. <laughs> outside, now I have to leave it my my touching child penis. No, I don't even have that. No, you because that. you made I'll follow that. Joke. that. I'll follow that. That's okay. No, I don't think I've ever actually touched another man's penis. Now that I'm thinking about it. Well, you and me later. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I need to run home. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Ass grass or catch. <laughs> Give the old stroke, man. Give me the stick shift. Stroke mm. me, stroke me, stroke. <laughs> So what are we watching? <laughs> yeah, this is just like a normal episode of that movie podcast. The longest intro to yeah. No, I'm sorry. I had to do my three layers. So of okay. Nerdness so there. let's talk about the intro to the movie. I don't remember what happened. So you guys go ahead. It was a planet full of uh, West Borland. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who got upset that someone stole the? Uh, there was a scroll. I, actually, probably the only. I pointed porn. this out. Yeah. I, I, my assumption was it was the only porn on the entire planet. Yeah. <laughs> they were really pissed. It's just text it's like, porn. It's like we need that, man. We don't have any women here. I did. I did make a note that uh, it was all dudes, wasn't it? I think so. There was one dude holding a baby, though. Maybe porn, they porn. were like an asexual species. Butt baby. Hey, West Borlands. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I've been a guest on my show. So yeah. nice. Uh, by the way, USS Enterprise. I realized in the show the SS meant for submarine in some way. Does it? Well, I don't know because the ship was underwater. 
It was in an ocean. Yeah, that's the other thing. Um, there was, that well, was that if was. If you a, think about it, if it's if it's air, it's got to be airtight for space. Is so, it because it, yeah. when you go in the scene, you see air bubbles going up like a motherfucker? No, the real, the real issue there there is water is heavy and there's a lot of pressure when you go into water. Not too far down either. I don't know how far down it takes to get That's one true, G. And it's there's no pressure in space. Wow. I think it's a mile. It's a mile per every G awesome. of, of of pressure. But yeah, there's no pressure in space. I think that ship would crumble in a heartbeat. Well, how deep were they? It didn't look like it was that deep. <sighs> I, I think it was just below the surface, but still, still. They were concerned about lifting it out of the ocean. Everybody would see them. How the fuck did you get yeah, in the got ocean? got in there, man. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they, they land on the other side of the planet and just scuba across. Yeah. across yeah. Maybe they just had a distraction. They like shot a flare one way and everyone's looking. And so Let's worship that now. <laughs> <laughs> Something else in the sky. It's God. <laughs> they set up a very colorful opening scene oh, yeah. with high action. And it set, set the tone for what was going to happen. Because it had to do with the I, I uh, prime the, directive and, yeah. and, and the relationship between Kirk and Spock. Now, see, here's a problem that they like, had. Oh, oh, go on. Yeah, I, I can see we're going with the relationship with Kurt and Spock, but they put they put Spock in the volcano in the first, you know, two minutes of the movie, and there's there's no tension. It's like, it's fucking Spock. He's not even he's he's not having a red die. shirt on. You know, like, yeah, of course he's... I've seen <laughs> well, the trailer. sort of a red suit, so... Oh, uh, like, they, were, they, were, they were implying, but, yeah. you know, I, I saw the trailer. I know that he's in more than just this part of the movie. Yeah. Like, I wonder if he's going to get free. Okay, okay he escaped. I Good think that has to do with the age we're in now, though, because, you know, oh, they're not going to kill off one of the main characters. Yeah, they, this, what do you think they it's are, just, Walking Dead? Yeah. <laughs> They don't do that either. Yeah, I missed that part of that show. <laughs> they should have killed Glenn. Glenn's supposed to be a dead man. He, he's dead. He's the one. Well, he died in the dude. comics like he's super dead. early. He's dead. Right? His, his story arc is done. But we're not done talking about Star Trek. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I tried to shift. <laughs> I tried to fade. Um, one thing I, I, I really liked the conversation. Like, all the relationships between all the characters were so good. Well done. It wasn't just between Kirk Actually, and Spock. There was there was a I'm ton sorry, of there different... was there was one thing I had I had to bring up. The uh the West Borland race that mm-hmm. was chasing hard after that uh scroll porn. Mm-hmm. And the second they see the ship fly up, not only I mean, they see the ship fly up. Now I'm thinking back to my DSL or dial up days. Um the ship flies up and goes off. They dump the, the scroll porn. They dump the scroll porn. Yeah. And somehow, someone with a stick has drawn a perfect image that overlapped with the following image of the ship in space. Yeah. A beautiful shot, but you realize, like, we just saw a ship. From their angle and the positioning of it, they drew a perfect thing of it. It was like, that was their version of dial-up, and now we get to see Superman's girl's tits, which is uh, Terry Hatcher, the very first porn thing on dial-up. So. I was just like, oh, very well done. You got Dean Kane up in the space, and here's Terry Atcher being drawn on the ground. <laughs> and they just like, here's what we had before. Fuck it. We're done. Yeah, we don't need this shit. We got, <laughs> we got space titties. <laughs> so, I think sorry. I saw a movie called that once. It's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> there are all, three of them. All 14 volumes. <laughs> Star Trek Into Darkness. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> We're used to this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, what I was saying, like everybody's relationships, all the main characters, they they felt most of them except for Spock felt pretty true to the old show. Spock feels completely different, but there is a a storyline reason for him not being Spock anymore. And they're playing with the half human side of him, yeah, so. which is awesome. It's really cool, and I know they did that in the show a little bit, where Spock every now and then felt conflicted with 
you know, the half human part. But in this, he's leaning more to the humanitarian side than in the show where he was leaning more to yeah. the Vulcan side. They, they, there was a big heavy push in the 2009 version and seeing him, like they went all the child shots, uh, mm-hmm. him growing up and having to fight in the confliction of human versus Vulcan. So they're really leaning heavily on that character to show that depth, which is great. It's awesome. It Love is. It. It's really good storytelling and it's, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the end of my sentence yes <laughs> just trail off into nothingness yeah. it's usually what our show does we were talking about the uh you know the the porn that they threw away to get the to the enterprise i yeah. like how he puts it up on the tree and everyone just stops chasing them and they're just like oh so important. they're they're all 13 year old west borlands yeah, yeah. <laughs> get the guy go- oh porn porn <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're after isn't that how like every guy is though at 13 yes yeah yeah you know what's funny as I was uh, doing the math? So at the beginning of the movie, uh, the scene opens up with a shot of London. Uh-huh. And it says London, and I think it says 2251 was the year. Uh-huh. Um, and then they say later on, after they capture Khan, and he gets a blood sample that Khan is over 300 years old, which would put him at like 1952-ish, 1948 was when he was born. Wow. I didn't think about that. That's kind of weird. And then that's... You know, he was. We, that means we have a super race of people now. I mean, if Star Trek is true, which we all know and it he is, he wasn't the oldest. Yeah, there were yeah. more because he was okay. talking about centuries and centuries. I have a question too. You know how they were they were having that whole thing at the end of the movie about how whenever they wanted to bring Kirk back to life, oh, and they needed Khan. They needed Khan's blood. Yeah. They had 72 other people that they could have gotten the blood from, right? Yes. Oh, don't poke holes in the theory. Well, no, but seriously. <laughs> also, they brought Kirk back to life. Yeah. Well, they brought him back was... to life with, with blood. I was... Al- from Khan, yeah. which which they show how they it brought the Tribble back to life. Yeah, I was... I al- love that they had that... a Tribble in there. That was hilarious. Yeah. The Tribble was great, but I, I, that, I knew it was going to happen. Like that—that that sat in the back of my head. I didn't know. Okay, Kirk's well, gonna die, but it was like, okay, well, they know that we can bring something back to life. And then when the the scene started at the end there, so now you got the flip. And you, being a fan, you you kind of see you you. It's it's telegraphed. You see what's happening, but you may not know exactly that it's happening. It's like deja vu, in a weird way. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, when he dies, it's like, well, yeah, but he he's not dead. Well, you it know, you guys have seen the Wrath of Khan, right? What, no. What's that? No. What's that? <laughs> it's a Star Trek movie. One of the most um, infamous Star Trek movies out there. Yes. Uh, cl- yeah. <laughs> but I love how I, I I like how they they did that switch where in the Wrath of Khan, Spock's the one who dies. Yeah. He sacrifices himself. But he dies. But he dies. Dies. And they have a funeral for him. And what they do is they shoot him out into onto this like dead planet. That's close by. In a way, the Enterprise drops its seat on a planet. Pretty well, sort of, yeah. And then what happens is the next movie, like he's just dead. Like they don't even revive him. And then and then a bunch next, of dicks. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> but then in the next movie, um, what happens is that planet, the had Genesis. This, yeah, they had the gen- this Genesis thing, and it brings the whole planet back to life. And because Spock is on that planet, he comes back. That's to life. what everybody thinks, but you forget that Doc Brown came back in the Klingon ship from the future. This is Back to the Future? Yeah. So it's all tied together? Yeah, Back to the Future came back. What is back this, like brought- six degrees of Kevin Bacon? 
Yeah, no. Six Degrees of Doc Brown. Okay, you, you, the the lead villain in the third movie was uh, I don't know anything. Uh, Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. He was. Yeah, he was a lead Klingon. No way. Yeah. That's crazy. So he, uh, in my mind, he got into his his DeLorean, but at that point he'd gone to the future so far that he got himself a Klingon DeLorean. A bird of DeLorean prey. And he, he went and grabbed Spock at some point and then dumped on the planet. It's like, we need to reset this timeline. And and somewhere in this trip, too, he probably picked up a young J.J. Abrams who's like, you pay attention. This is, this prob- is how we do it. <laughs> this is probably exactly how it happened. <laughs> Makes sense to me. But uh, the, yeah, I know a lot of people gave it shit. It's like, uh, you unoriginal. They flipped it. They did something alternate timeline too. Flipping yeah, well, works they, too. They put their own spin on it. It's just like listening to if you hear like a good cover song. A good cover song is not a verbatim version of the song by the original artist. It's yeah. it's a person putting their own spin on it. Maybe playing a solo different, or even playing the song completely different. But or like still, everybody's doing with Prince right now. Oh yeah, but like it's still the same song. It's just you can tell. It's different. You know? A perfect circles imagine comes to mind. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, um, I so I really like how they how they had one one thing that didn't work in this movie was the reveal of him being Khan. There was no reason for for the whole I am Khan to have that much weight. And you then know, to stay there and stare for four five yeah. seconds. There was like, no reason. It, there was no evidence. Of that, like they had never even heard of Khan before, and then all of a sudden, I am Khan. And they're like, "Oh, hey, nice to meet you. I'm I'm Kirk. This is Spock." Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There's no reason. It's like, so what? You're you're going by a different name. Okay, like whatever. I guess you aren't the guy then. I see. (laughs) You're actually taking a different angle than what I thought on it. Uh, I. I liked the whole thing, Uh, the John Harrison, all that. that, But that's trying to keep you new. But the modern day. We know everything. You you can get on to uh, Latino. What what the Latino one that always breaks all spoilers on every show. Oh, Latino or yeah, Latino, Latino review. review. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we everyone knew wh- what was going on, but if you go back, uh, you know, just like fifteen years ago, which is pre-internet, apparently, um, it pretty much was. Yeah, <laughs> we're I'm part of the last generation knew a world without internet. Yeah, I got so, a whole bit me on too. That. Yeah, you can go through a time where people didn't get spoilers like this. And so it was a shock and a surprise. And it was this would have played well 15 years ago if you have a movie that does this whole John Harrison thing and all of a sudden I'm con. It would have blown people's like, minds. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. And but, then you just had that remix or that little horn. Let, let me email my friend and tell him. The 360 AOL.com. Yeah. Let me, home, I, so let, me AI, let me aim this person yeah. real quick. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you would have had a do- totally different reaction. But here, uh, everybody came in going, yeah, we know it's con. We know well, it's con. I'm con. Yeah, no me, shit. With me, yeah, it, I don't <laughs> care about that because that's kind of a given with anything where you're going to know something. Like, I knew the entire plot of Star Wars Episode Seven before I saw it. Mm-hmm. So so anyway, I don't I don't care about the spoiler parts of, of of okay knowing that he's con. I knew he was con when I watched the movie, but I would have liked story... it better if he was con the whole way through. Let's just okay. First scene, there's that, I'm con and I can just, save your daughter. Yeah, there's just there's no story significance for all of a sudden him having a different name because he was still the same person but through the whole thing. How there do you no... feel? See, and this is where I think he did it wrong. For first timers who don't know Rathacon, don't know the history of the original series, um, they don't know what Khan is and how how that impacts everything. Yeah. 
And so, so that that reveal means nothing. He's Khan, right from the beginning. It, it's okay. So Khan is now your villain. You just go with it. Um, to do the John Harrison thing, you're now trying to throw all the original people off the scent. It's like, as I said, the original people are now level three and they're assholes and they've seen every spoiler <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're sniffing it from the very beginning. Then guys like I can save your daughter. Yeah. You're con. You want to ruin everything. Fuck you. Ah! Don't do it. Other guy. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, th- I think it went bad in both directions. In Don't that. do it. You would tell edgy over. But there's also a point like I'm enjoying this movie, so I don't care. I'm just gonna enjoy the fact that he's this. So yeah. cool. And they did try to spell it out with the uh, uh, with with RoboCop giving him uh, a different name to try to save the Federation. Peter yeah. Weller. Uh huh. Yeah. So you know, trying. He was really good in this movie, by yeah. the way. Yeah, I like the the face crushing at the end. Oh, and then they cut it cut away right when you hear that. <laughs> Uh, and oh. the brutality is stepping on uh, Alice Eve's They're leg. Breaking her leg. Holy crap. Yeah. That was a brutal moment. That was crazy. Is they, they showed a lot of violence toward women, but in like a respectful way. Well, you know, you know we, they, we've grown up as a civilization in the Star Trek world. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, it's Very crazy. You only beat women off camera. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they showed that Klingon grab grab uh, Zoe Saldana's face. Uh, Gamora. Yeah, Gamora's yeah. face. And he's like grabbing her face and threatening her. And, and stuff, and you you couldn't show stuff like that in the movies. Did you oh. did you see her? Uh, that Tits. was her audition for Guardians of the Galaxy when she grabbed the knife and stabbed him in the leg. And Gamora has the knives and uh-huh. all that stuff. So that was that was her. That was her audition for Gamora. Actually, that scene too, the whole fight with the Klingons, which oh man, Klingons. And yeah, I hear the that new, was good the that new was awesome. okay, the new movie isn't going to involve Klingons. It's a new race that they're going to deal with. What? So they're going to go outside. Uh, Hopefully got, it's Romulans. That would be awesome. They well, brought, they had Romulans in the no, first one, but they didn't really do them. No, that it's a well. brand new race. They made one up. I think what? the Cardassians the lead guy would is be very crawl. good. Cardassians would be awesome. Yeah. Oh lead, God, that that episode with John Luke Picard, the four lights, five lights. Remember that? Next. Oh generation. God, you mean the torture? Oh yeah. God, that was, that that shit was profound, man. You're not gonna find that on TV today. <laughs> yeah, we're watching true. that as a ten year old, being like, "Damn, dude." The not in the post 9 11 world. Big Brother's gonna kill me. Maybe yeah. something on <laughs> maybe something on like Netflix, maybe, but not yeah. on like TV. Now the the new one's got Idris Elba or Heimdall. He's gonna uh-huh. be the bad guy, and oh, and nice. he's playing a character called Kral, and and it's a different. And I guess they're gonna actually play with one thing that Star Trek has never ever done well. Uh, humans are always right in everything. They're the moral authority mm-hmm. in this exploratory world. You know, they That's they always true. find they always find damaged planets and tell them the right way to go. Uh, and then they're just so thankful afterwards. Yeah, they're gonna play <laughs> with the gray area here, where there's a guy who comes in who feels that everything he's doing is right, and the Federation may actually be wrong, and so maybe a new twist on it. And and Simon Pegg is a fan of. Star Trek. And, is uh, M. Night Shyamalan directing? No, thank God. No, I'd yeah. be done. I'd be a Star Wars fan. Well, you said it was permanently. a twi- twist. You know, and that's all he's about. Well, here's the twist. The plants hate you. What? What? No. Yeah. That, was, that was the end of my support for him. There's yeah. ghosts in the water. I don't, I don't care. I don't go swimming. I don't yeah. give a shit. They cling on fight. I did notice one thing. When the bat lift came out, there is, you know, Wars bat lift. Uh-huh. Uh, for me, I, I was thinking to myself, Oh, that's Luke's uh, lightsaber. 
You get the origin story of oh, his yeah. lightsaber where it flows well, through until you get no, to war. No, all kinds of Klingons had bat lifts, though. It wasn't just war. Don't ruin it for me. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's a ceremonial Klingon weapon. I've been seeing too many memes. God, I feel like such a fucking nerd. Video, video stories showing how Luke's lightsaber went through time and how you found all these things. I'm like, the bat lift. Think. Yeah, but where did his hand go? It biodegraded. It's a goddamn hand. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, they could have had. They somebody got his DNA somewhere. Oh god, we're gonna go too. No, too deep. Back to, <laughs> back to come. Too deep. Back to come. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> Balls deep. Now, they, I, I like the uh, introduction of the Klingons. I did not dislike the new look of Klingons. You got to modernize. It was still. It was. It still looked very clean on ridges. Uh, I like the battle armor that. He was wearing a helmet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, we've got a, a long way from being, you're the villain, you're a Klingon, by the way, you're a black guy. Yeah. That was our differentiation of, of who you are. <laughs> black man, villain, and villain. Klingon. <laughs> yeah. So now, and, and we all know Worf, and we all love Worf, we love all that about him, and, and to kind of adjust the the interpretation of what they look like, but still keep to it. I, I like the Klingon part. That was awesome, and, and I was actually watching a behind-the-scenes thing on that, too. They were talking about how they were they were thinking, as far as their aesthetic goes, because they're such a warlike race, mm-hmm. um, all those piercings and things like that were basically like the, the same thing as guys putting notches on their guns for how many kills they have and stuff. So that dude with all those piercings all the way up and back on his head... Those were like how many kills he's had, and then he got blasted. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that big ass gun that yeah, Khan had, thing. that the, was the badass. Ship comes in, he's like, "Fuck you, get out of my face!" Boom, okay. one shot. I realized ship just goes I'm down. pretty sure that Khan is Master Chief after yeah. that fight. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that dude just took out 19 people. I, the Spartan I laser. Okay, yeah. I didn't have a problem with the in-game fight between Spock and Khan originally, but today when watching it for a prep for this, watching that, it was like you just took out Klingons, all of them, all of them, and ships. He had that one blaster just pull up, blow you up. Okay, yeah. now keep fighting. Got my face. And, yeah, and- but Spock, Spock was never in that fight, and for good reason because Spock really is. Uh, he is. He has superhuman strength. I mean, I know, I know he's not a human, but he he does have very heightened abilities compared to a human. So it made sense for Spock and Khan to fight. Uh, Khan might be stronger than Spock, but Spock and, has and all got, the, the intelligence. You got that unbridled. Uh, Vulcan human rage going on in there. Yeah. So, yeah. I like it, but to me, at that moment today, watching it again for like the umpteenth time that I have, now I'm trying to like focus for, we're going to talk about this tonight. <laughs> I'm looking at it going, yeah, he just took out like an entire world on his own right now and then he loses to Spock. Because his girlfriend also came in and distracted in the yeah. too. So. so, yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe Spock couldn't have taken him by himself, but I love that part where he gets him in the Vulcan death grip. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh shit, the fight's over. And then Khan's just like, nope, boom, and just pulls his hand <laughs> off and then punches him in the face. <laughs> I was I was watching with Cotty today, and and we've seen it together. But Jesus Christ, this girl has questions, and I I love her, but <laughs> shut up, women, right? <laughs> but they did the Vi- Vulcan mind meld on Pike mm-hmm. yeah. when he gets shot. And she's all, what's he doing? It's a Vulcan mind meld. Why does he do that? What what does he like? What does that do? Melds well, there he's he's bringing in. They're like, like sharing the emotions and everything. And why would he do that? Well, 
Shut up. <laughs> you haven't been around us for 50 years, so just shut up. <laughs> You're seven minutes into the movie. How about watch the rest of the movie and find out yeah, all the answers you, to your questions? Oh, she's terrible at this. <laughs> but you watch Once Upon a Time and The Good Wife. Just, just oh stay to God. your thing. Let mm. me have mine. Don't ask questions. <laughs> I really want you to be a part of this, babe, but also shut up. <laughs> be a part of it quietly. <laughs> it's so hard to. Oh, my God. Kind of like everyone else does when they watch the movie. <laughs> she gave me one good moment. We saw Batman versus Superman, and we watched the entire movie in the theater. It was okay, and we walked out, and then I explained to her a lot of why. Because that movie is not good for your average person. But the oh, comic definitely. book fan, who, especially the one who knows that series, uh, gets it. So I explained like a lot of the plot points, and she's like, oh... That makes sense. If I had known that going in, that would probably made it better. I'm like, yes, but thank you for not asking me during the movie because I wanted to watch the goddamn movie. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many times I see it, the first or the 14th, shut up. Yeah. Oh, man. Here, Here's a form. Write your questions down. I'll, I'll answer at the end. We at That Movie Podcast respect women. Yeah, just as long as you shut up and let me watch the movie. <laughs> I respect your right to be quiet. Oh my god! <laughs> movie time is movie time. You don't talk. Don't no. no. Oh, man. Don't get involved. Like that. I love, especially movies that I've already seen before. I love to talk during movies and make fun of them. Oh like, yeah. Even if it's a movie I like, like I well actually okay this one movie I love Conan the Barbarian. But I love it. Which mostly. one? The Aquaman version? No, or the... The, the good version. <laughs> I haven't seen the Aquaman version. Yeah, I love to hear the lamentations <laughs> of the women version. Um, so let's, into darkness. <laughs> let's let's get on to yeah. Let's get on to uh, let's let's talk about favorite scenes. What's your guys' favorite scene <clears throat> from the from the movie? Anything, Scotty. I have to agree. He's, Simon Pegg, he's fantastic. Simon Pegg was freaking awesome in this movie. He's not fantastic because he's Simon Pegg. No, he's, definitely not. He's fantastic because he's Simon Pegg, understanding and knowing and going with exactly what Scotty is. And yeah. he actually is. He's had long talks with uh, James Doohan's son, Chris Doohan, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh huh. To you know, like he only he, he knows the movies, he knows the shows, but also talking to the son of the actual actor who's now dead, and, and making sure to do it with legitimacy, and like. All that comes through, and, uh-huh. and and he is so little in every single movie he's in. Like the first movie, he only showed up like halfway through, and they were on the ice planet. Yeah, and but he was so perfect. The things like he quit. Yeah, I will not allow these photon torpedoes on here. He quits, and then you know everything that happens after that is so. He's got the comedy, and that yeah, that's one thing I love about Star Trek is it is comical. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, I don't think realize that, but it's a goddamn sci-fi comedy. Yeah. And it's brilliant. And his role, his his character being either Scotty, the original OG Scotty, or Simon Pegg now, like always played that role right. And I love I love any scene he's in. Yeah, definitely. The fight scene. The Klingon battle scene. That was badass yeah, too. Yeah, that's that's probably my favorite of the whole the film. That 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 actually has been my favorite scene too, is that Klingon fight scene where yeah. he's just mopping the floor with them. It was amazing. Although I loved at the end fight with between Spock and Khan, when Spock throws him and spins him in the air and slams him down on that garbage truck thing, yeah, that was badass. <laughs> yeah, but the the portrayal of Khan just slaughtering a whole squad, yeah, uh, with 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 ease. It wasn't and Benedict really Cumberbatch. I mean, like he he, he yeah. Every time dude, I think Smog about, Strange, yeah, well, yeah, just... Smog Strange. I always think every time I think of him, I think of uh, Sherlock. 
And he's totally different on Sherlock. Have, you, guys BBC... watched, have you watched the BBC Sherlock? No. Nope. It's I, awesome. I only knew, it's really good. I only knew of him from this this movie. That was my start. Oh, yeah? But immediately sold. Because, you know, okay, I like... He's such I, a good actor. I like, well, I like radio. I like voices. Yeah. And he's got a, I mean, like... His Jesus, voice is man. amazing. If I could take him and Kiefer Sutherland, rip their throats out, merge it together, and sew it to mine... You'd get me. Fuck you. <laughs> That's true. I have to agree. <laughs> Right, he, he, his voice and the way he does his lines, and he's so serious. Like, I love it. And then, you know, even like the smog thing in the Hobbit. The Hobbit was a shit series, but he that's did another that, that, did that, that goes so back well. to studio pressure too on the on the Hobbit. Oh, which, oh yeah, Peter, yeah. Peter Jackson lost what eight hundred pounds doing that series. <laughs> what was he fucking job of the hut? He, he did not lose half his weight. He he. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing him in interviews, like, oh my god, you're barely a man anymore. Like he's just so shriveled. It's like that's the pressure Nico or something. You, you get Sabi, it. Frodo Baggins. Yeah, I saw the first movie and I was like, wow, this is not Lord of the Rings. No. Not mm-hmm. even close. Yeah, it's just, it's just my my uncle is a really big like he reads all the all the Tolkien books every year, and Damn. um and like he was disappointed with um. Two Towers and Return of the King. There's another level Even. on my list of uh... yeah, <laughs> level <laughs> four. True. But he's like basically a Tolkien scholar. Like you, you sit and talk to him, and he could tell you like the lineage of the elves and all this other stuff, and and he can tell you about all the different. But it's um... a movie. It's so hard. You well, yeah. The books. Can, can were... you tell you what a vagina looks like? <laughs> well, he has two kids, so yeah. Okay. But so the adopted. thing is, the thing is, is, is you don't have to look at the vagina to impregnate somebody. So you can but know how, what a he, vagina feels like without knowing what it looks like. Here's the thing, though, Good. with with the, the 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 Lord of the Rings series. I mean, the books were what thirteen, fourteen hundred pages long. To pull that off in a movie, you would take what was already the with the extended versions included. What was already a six day running time for those three movies, and you would turn it into a you know a fourteen fifteen day yeah. running time. You can't pull that off. Oh, definitely. And I, I mean, I I understand, and I like the Lord of the Rings movies. But um, anyway, he hated um, Two Towers specifically for one part where the elves came back because in the books the elves never came back during the Battle of Helm's Deep yeah. because they're just like fuck you guys. Like we're way better than all you guys, and they left, and so Helm's Deep went down way different in the uh, books than it did in the movies and then um return of the king just kept going with yes. fucking everything but else up. to any fan i remember the only hobbit movie that you could ever have it was the animated one. Oh yeah and, and so shut up you get to see the book you love on yeah. the screen they may have subtle differences and they may have cut out 14 weeks of actual footage yeah, yeah. enjoy <laughs> it i just hated in the last Hobbit movie because I liked the Hobbit movies because they were entertaining, but I know the Hobbit and it's not the Hobbit. Um, yeah, but in the Battle of Five Armies, when they the dwarves come in and they're all CG, and that one guy is just completely computer generated the whole time, the guy who's like leading the army. Oh my god, it's the worst! Like, I was just laughing the whole time. It, went, it definitely went too far, <laughs> it just but... turns into a cartoon. Although, um, the, the elf king, what's that guy's name? Um, oh, Agent Smith, yeah. No, not Agent Smith. The other guy, <laughs> the uh, the guy who played Ronan, the Frodo accuser. Frodo Baggins. Yeah. I've decided that you need to give me your ring. 
Your ring. We have determined that the Mr. Baggins. (laughs) (laughs) No, but but how about that other elf king? What's that guy's name? Um, the guy who played Ronin in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, oh, I I know who you're talking. I can't remember, but his giant Lee something. Yeah, his giant elk that he rode. Mm -hmm. That was badass. Yeah, but uh, that I lost it on. I I couldn't. Whenever he picks up like those eight guys and he just beheads them all with one swipe of his sword, that was that was awesome. It just it didn't have the uh, the power. Like I lost it. I I watched the movie. I think I spent most of the time watching the movie while playing on my iPad. Yeah, because I just there was no because you have the the attention span. It of was a, again. It was a like a good. Old. It was like a good healthy marriage. I just went through the motions of I'm in the room with you, but I'm going to stare at this instead. <laughs> I'm on my own. You do yeah. what you want. Don't touch me. Wow. <laughs> so anyway, Star Trek. Star Trek. <laughs> um, so, oh, okay, shit. I think the general consensus, a lot of people hated this movie. I think it was probably one of the best. It's really good. I like it. And and I, I hated it the first time. But watching it a second time, it was awesome. And it wasn't just because I was drunk as fuck. I think I liked the first movie better of the two. Really? Because so. I'm kind of the opposite. Because I felt like they, they went too far away from Star Trek. It didn't feel like Star Trek to me. This one feels more Star Trek. The first one, they had to reintroduce a whole cast, uh, That's a true. whole series, a whole idea to a new audience in yeah. a way that was mainstreamable. Uh, I mean, the villain was weak as fuck, but he was, he was only a prop to galvanize or unite a crew. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's, that it's ship an origin that he had, story. That ship that he had was amazing. Yeah, I mean, come on. Real world, you lose. Yeah. That, that ship's that ship could just run you over. Yeah. But I did I like the storyline more than the second one. I like the idea the you know, Spock coming back from the future and, and he's got the red matter and all that stuff. Yeah, and on all that all that all the all the all the hilarity that ensued. Yeah. Hilarity. <laughs> I like the subtle things he did too. Uh like the hole breaks out and people ah! Yeah. yeah, silence of space, motherfuckers. Yeah. That's a real thing. Yeah, and, and when that you know, stuff is awesome, you hear sounds and you go outside the ship and it's silent. It's like th- those little things. Like, thank you. That's 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 a good touch. Yeah, the little subtle things. The uh, the lens flares could could calm down. They can go down. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't as bad as the first one. Yeah, no, the yeah the second one was much better. And he did comment. He said his wife was the one who convinced him that was a bad idea. She, I guess she was watching the cut of the first movie and just turned him at one point and went, yeah, you got to stop that. I'm That's like going blind here. <laughs> it's like the Star Wars star wipe or yeah. the screen wipe. Yeah. They cut it out. Like, okay, so we're just staring. We're all as an audience staring into the sun. It's more realistic. The thing is, is, is the, the reason they did those, the screen wipes like that in the, the original Star Wars movies is because it was supposed to be a comic book. And so all those cuts were very comic bookish, hmm. almost like a page turning. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. That's why they did that. Crazy. Fun fact. That was a fun fact. That yeah. was fun. Hey, yeah. You I, learned I something. Had, that was a great yeah. journey. That was just. <laughs> <laughs> it's cathartic. Yeah. I feel whole. I got a boner. Good. Uh, for me, uh, Into Darkness. Yes. When I love it, I enjoyed it. I'm very happy I get Star Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very happy I get Star Wars. So, well, just remember the Star Wars was rebooted by the guy who directed the last two Star Treks. That's right, and he did a very good job. Star Trek wins. I like Starburn. I like how <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Starburn. 
<laughs> oh my god. JJ Starburn. I like how um like Bones felt like Bones and Scotty felt like Scotty and and like Who's your favorite character that reproduced properly the original character look and feel? Either Bones or Scotty, honestly, between the two, it's it's pretty close. Um, and actually that's one of our subjects we talk about in in the show is who's your favorite character. So Let's let's kind of lump this together. Yeah, maybe talk about your favorite reproduction of an old character, and then who's your favorite character? I never watched the first series. I was all TNG. Never saw yeah. the movies. No, actually, I haven't seen any of the Star the original okay. Star Trek movies. You gotta come over tomorrow. We're gonna do some research for all this day. show all day, and then we're gonna meet Doc Brown and come back in time and do this right. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. As long we're as we can get in that Klingon battle cruiser to before Sunday before I agree to do that. Okay. <laughs> um, Bones was definitely top notch. Uh, yeah. Carl Urban did a fantastic. It's job. so funny because his voice is so different normally, and but then... he pulled. He just pulls it right. It yeah. sounds fake, just like Bones did too. Like you know, like every. It sounds campy, you know, just like Bones sounded in the show. It was perfect. I think Spock, uh, uh, Quint, uh, Zachary Quinto. Yeah. Did an amazing job. It doesn't hurt that you have a Spock Prime yeah. on set helping you figure out who his character was, but look, feel of the character. He feels like even a though he, they did more the human side of him, it, it still worked right. And he also yeah. had some of the best comedy moments too, especially like when they were in the office and into darkness initially after saving that planet. And you know, Kirk doesn't know that he filed a complaint or filed the, the truth. Oh yeah. And he's like, are you getting attitude with me? I'm expressing several attitudes at once. Which one are you referring to? Yeah. Like, the way <laughs> it was so comical, and and, and I that just made me love it more. But it, I know that wasn't exactly, like, the original version of him. Yeah. Uh, that was lovable. I But um, how about we talk about worst ad- adaptation of a character? Uh, okay, I know a worst, but it's unfair because he hasn't gotten the opportunity. Um, Sulu? Chekhov. Oh, Chekhov. Chekhov. He does the Wolken. Mm-hmm. It's a nuclear whistle. Yeah. That, I mean, as far as I could tell, that's all it really was in the original series. That's all anyway. it was. It was it's just, just the, a super the, raci- yeah. racist he, version of a Russian guy. Even on this, guy. they dicked him around by putting him in. He's now... He was, it's the Russian version of Blackface. He was on the with Sulu, and it's like, oh, we just lost Scotty, so you're now running engineering. What's this motherfucker down to run the ship? Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Get your red shirt on, like, and that line, by the way, is also hilarious. Go get changing her red shirt, and his look is kind of telling, like, like, "Oh, I'm gonna die." (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Um, he is in the original series. He was the youngest member on the on the uh, on the staff, like storyline wise, youngest Uh member. So they all play that right, but he just hasn't had a moment to shine in in both of the movies. Yeah, like like they've tried, but he's he's just he doesn't get that. I like that they show that he's got some sort of experience with it though, but he's so blue. Well, that's why he was so young in the series. He was smart. He was he was brilliant with everything he did. Yeah, or I should have said so green, not so blue. But (laughs) he wasn't sad. He was kind of happy most of the time. Sulu, I don't think was bad either. I thought he was terrible. Like there there was one line he said that really sounded like Sulu from the original series, but other than that, it's just like. It's just that actor. For me, I could. It didn't take very long to get from Kumar, or Harold, yeah, uh, to Sulu. <laughs> when they said it, they're like, "This guy's gonna be this one." I was like, "I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it." Start the movie. Okay, I in see that it. respect, <laughs> that was good. But he didn't really. 
Like, other than the fact that they say, hey, this is Sulu, I didn't get Sulu out of it. Well, he was... Sulu is a martial arts expert. So, the sword, the, the cheesy sword that everybody gave shit to, that he pulls out a sword from his backpack. In a world of future, where like, a snap-together sword. Yeah, like one of those little wrist snap things. Like, yeah, yeah. You, have, you have a phaser, man, you don't need a sword type. So, uh, making some, uh, like, stretches on that. I think he still played the role well. And Sulu was never a big, big character, I think, until maybe the later movies. Yeah, you're, when you're right. He's running the Excelsior. And then later on, oh my. Yeah. And the whole beef with Shatner. I think he was a bigger character off stage than he was on stage yeah. for Star Trek. And, yeah, and, and yeah, George Decay is such a huge name everywhere now, and he's all over the place. But I don't know. I still didn't get a lot of Sulu. I'm just I'm sticking with I'm sticking with that. Uh, You're not going to convince Uhura me otherwise. Was she maybe, was Zoe Saldana? She that was it. the biggest difference on the original. Yeah, it was just Zoe Saldana. Yeah, it's which just, which just I, it didn't dress. bother me because I, I have an erection for her. So yeah. uh, yes, uh, I'm in all the way. But she. <laughs> She yeah she was always Zoe Saldana. That's the, whole the way that's the way she was as Gamora too. It was just like green Zoe Saldana. That's all it is. I would still take that. Absolutely, you, you, you can have that. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally, totally in. Um, uh, so uh, to me, I think maybe of all of them, she was the most furthest from the original. Yeah, agreed. Okay, how about favorite favorite <laughs> character now? Have we hit that? We haven't hit that yet. In just this overall, movie? or just the uh... yeah overall favorite character. Yeah, Khan. Yeah. Khan. Yeah. Khan. Okay. (laughs) Jesus. He kicks uh, everybody's ass. He's got that voice that gets me wet. And uh, he's just. Do you have a vagina too? Uh, For him, yes. Or do you just like accidentally spill your drink? I bring it. I bring it for him. He can have my back vagina. (laughs) There you go. Ooh. (laughs) Take my my rear flower. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to lose your spokes? (laughs) Well. <laughs> my, my butt hymen. <laughs> that's just poop. Be, that's all it is. It's just poop. Behind That's right. That's it's right. just poop. Pooping no, I, I think my he fa- plays the role of villain that actually takes it. My I'm favorite the big spoon, character though. was. <laughs> wow. How does that work if you're the big spoon, but he's getting it in your butt? Well, that's I'm in the big spoon after. I have a stretchy oh, dick. afterwards. When, okay. When we Ooh. cuddle. Yeah, I'm kind of like the Fantastic Four of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dicktastic. <laughs> or Mr. Fantastic. Oh. Uh, I would have given him that boom, boom, but oh. So you should change it <laughs> to the Fantastic Six and a Half. Yeah, but that's also. <laughs> that's only the sequel because we'd have to double everything. Uh, you're not good at math. <laughs> no. <laughs> so my favorite character, if you guys, you guys don't know this yet, but I always pick the most bullshit character to be my favorite character. That's bullshit. It is. The midget friend of Scotty. The little stone face guy? Yeah. Actually, With the no. eyeballs that are actually little worms that yeah. come up? That was kind of weird. No, my favorite character was the person in the radiation suit on the left. My favorite character was the secretary lady sitting in the prison cell area when they were talking to Khan in the background. There you go. Yeah. See, that's my style right she, there. She was All really right. red. Nay, nay. Asshole. The bald uh, black girl who was running Helm, who is oh I, yeah, I think she's a a um, rich housewives of something person of fame. <laughs> it would have been so mm. funny if like when they when they started opening fire, she should have just been like, oh hell no, they did it. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> 
Oh, fuck no. <laughs> Bitch don't know, mate. <laughs> fire everything. Dude? Fire yeah. it all. How about that one dude? Now they, they <laughs> she never... doesn't fire... She fire pro, pho, photon torpedo. She takes off an earring first. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up, I gotta take off my job. I will like, take off my shoes. Fingernails off. <laughs> we go. We gave you phases first. That's the thing but is you, you always with me. you always know she's down for a fight because she always has her weave off. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. she's fight ready. She's ready. <laughs> oh my god. New level. <laughs> yes. It's a good thing it's on our show and not yours. You guys no. get enough shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so now is the time in the show where we rate the movie. And the way we do this... Date rate it? Date rate it, that's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> we talked about dark comedy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> rate. Oh, I was going to make a joke, but I'm not going to now. Okay. <laughs> Would you have to what, what's, it? What's the What's the rating parameters? Okay, so you can rate the movie however you want. You can do like a 1 through 10 and be a boring son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Or you can just come up with some bullshit, pointless rating that's a whole lot of fun. Uh, I give it a 7. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, you. You're so bad with it. <laughs> seven, out of, 7 out of what? I didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> seven just said seven out of seventy-seven. That sounds good. There you go. Oh, well, that's a really bad rating. That's true. It's, it's, but that's out of seven thousand seven hundred seventy-seven. No, uh, I would rate it. Um, yeah, I would say I would say it was a, it was a, it was an A minus. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Still out of out fuck. of seventy-seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like that better. I would give it. I would, I would give it oh, okay. Winter Winter Soldier. What the fuck? That's pretty strong. Okay. Yeah, if you're gonna rate Star Trek movie based on the Marvel scale of the movies that have been out, it's Captain America Winter Soldier. Why is that? Because I think that was one of the strongest movies in the whole thing. It, it may not have been the best movie, enjoyably fun. Uh, or the most uh, in canon, whatever. Winter Soldier was definitely a movie that was kind of outside of the whole thing in the way, in the way that it was actually like a thriller, a, a spy thriller type of movie. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it, it kind of had its own like we're Marvel, it's we're the Avengers, r- but we're also not. We're gonna do this in this way, and even though these guys have wings or costumes, we'll still it's still believable and and, and thrilling. Uh, this movie to me had all the. It was a good movie to me. Ignore, I ignore the fact that we have um, a whole canon of Star Trek, and we can we can talk about Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan versus the the Wrath of John Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this movie alone was a standout. It works very well to me in the whole series and separates in its own way, but it fits perfectly in the series as well. Yeah. So that's why I rate it Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I'll rate his rating. A minus out of 77. All right, I like that. You're a dick. You did pretty good. <laughs> well, he was giving you a compliment there. Yeah, it's out of 77, He's still man. still a dick, though. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I think I'm going to rate this movie um, zero Cardassians. That's a very good rating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, no. Cardassians, not Kardashians. Zero Kardashians. How about that? Both That's a good that. rating. Yeah. 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 Any, nobody to keep that? up with. You know, God, fuck OJ. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> OJ's the reason we have Kardashians. No, he's right. He's That's, right. That makes sense. There's a breakdown. That, I never really thought of it, but that makes sense. Robert Kardashian was never a high-profile lawyer. He was actually out of lawyering for like 12 years before OJ didn't kill his wife. Absolutely <laughs> did not kill her. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly did You know what? Kill no, her. he got convicted in civil court, so he really did kill her. It's just... You know, money proves everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, because because he didn't kill his wife and, and the guy that she was banging from the waitering and stuff, uh, they brought in Robert Kardashian, Robert Shapiro did, to, make, to, to be a handler because he was a friend of OJ. And because of this whole experience, even though Robert Kardashian had been divorced from Kris Jenner, but Kris Jenner was friends with that Faye Resnick chick, and then, of course, the little girls were all looking at the TV going, oh my god, daddy's on TV, blah, 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 and this whole thing I went want on and became a huge, huge goddamn thing. Uh, at that point, the Kardashian name became famous, and then now we have them. Yeah. So, fuck you, OJ. That's true. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, OJ. <laughs> he ruined our world. <laughs> He's the first reality show. I miss the days of the naked gun where he was just Norberg. <laughs> Getting <laughs> get into all kinds of crazy antics. Now Why didn't he kill, or not kill, Steve, or, or, or Nielsen? Nielsen. Uh, Leslie Nielsen? Yeah. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, why didn't he not kill him? Leslie Nielsen's awesome. And dead. Sure is. Did OJ do it? <gasps> no, he didn't. Oh, but this if he is, did, this is how he would. This is a conspiracy right here. <laughs> I think we just figured we this out. Dig, we it, gotta go know, deeper. Half-Life it, 3 confirmed. <laughs> if, the, if the fame didn't fit, then you gotta quit. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. And with that, I think it's time to put a close to that movie podcast. For good. We're not doing this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> go home, everybody. Well, that's a DDP tradition. Yep. We ruined yes. this. You're welcome. <laughs> Watch, hey. watch how much hate mail you get. Yeah. Now. Oh well, I, we. Well, that'd be mail. That'd be good, right? I'm, <laughs> you think so? But it, it it tears away at your soul bit by bit. There's so many things. Misspelling by soul. misspelling. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they say? Any death threat is a good death threat. <laughs> <laughs> but I only take the the correctly, like grammatically correct death threats seriously. Yeah, you're not gonna. Someone's jerking off on the keyboard and you know spelling, not giving the proper theirs. Out there, don't, don't. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's the uh, the well written ones that actually frighten me, and we've had some, we've had some. Interesting. But for the most part, we've had the other ones, and and yeah, not worried. You guys I like can it hate me. when the cutout magazine letters all line up really nice. Like you could tell they put a ruler to them after yeah. they after they glue stick the that back matters. of them. Yeah, and you know that's a it guy shows. who's got he's got focus, he's got intent exactly. <laughs> Oh, He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this death letter out there, but it all needs to be straight. I mean, that's a guy that understands. He, he's got OCD, and if his OCD involves me dead, it's going to happen. Yeah, like that scares me. Yeah, that's me. true. Yeah. He's thinking these people are going to be terrified when they read this, but impressed too at my, at, at my ability to, to present them. <laughs> like they're almost going to want to frame this ransom note. That's that's the that's the goal I'm reaching for. That's my oh a. Oh my god. That's my A minus out of 77 ransom note. <laughs> Okay, so, <laughs> listeners, you know where to find us. <laughs> We're getting out of here. Mayor. Oh, I'm going to plug my comedy show. Yeah, do it, do it. I forgot what I was going to say. He's doing a comedy <laughs> show. Go find it. Yeah, Frank's Place, uh, which I'm pretty sure is either next to the Morris Theater or in it. Um, just go where their people are at, and hopefully it's legal for you to be there. 
Uh, You're terrible at this. Yeah, yeah, I don't do this very often. Next Friday, at April 29th at Frank's Place, 9 p.m. is the show. Got a 15-minute set. Got to cover some pretty good stuff. You realize you just you just told Jason here to to have the show. Now I have to put this it. out like yep. yeah before next Friday. But yeah. he can also edit Shit. and just cut this whole thing out, which I recommend. I, I would recommend that. that too. <laughs> it depends on the timeline. If I can get it out before then, I would love to plug your show. In fact, I'll plug your show on the Facebook page. That'd be cool. But I'm not really good at what I do. <laughs> <laughs> he gets on the stage and jihads. Yep. That's good. Or That's, bust. Or bust. bust. Usually point. bust, right? Usually. Mm-hmm. Busted nut. Busted. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Hey, man, thanks for letting us. Yeah, uh, this is fun. Hey, you know what? I wanted to say thank you guys so much. I mean, we put this together in like... A couple days. Two days, yeah. And both of you guys were able to show up, and then my, well, my, my whole crew dropped out, which was hilarious. Well, but, I uh, get it, because, I mean, the strength of fame of us. That's true. Yeah, we we fried people. So hard to hold up yeah. we we are the biggest largest most entertaining and the best podcast uh, in the ever world well so, fuck you i mean all right so no, i'm just kidding well no we gave you a little rub that's you, true i just actually under this table so oh that's fine you got a little my stink here and maybe that'll work that's for good you. Yeah, that's his yeah. corner now <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna put his name on that chair <laughs> no it's uh kevin and i were talking about it on the way here we talked about it outside it's it's a lot of fun to be able to be a part of someone else's thing uh, and to actually be invited too, we didn't have to like. So can I please come on? Can I please, 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 please? To be invited to be on something is a lot, of, a lot of fun. And and all the uh, we're the biggest whatever. That's all bullshit. Yeah. Uh, we're we're just a bunch of jackasses mm-hmm. who hang out. And uh, and I'm a guy who's been willing to spend his son's college tuition to make the station as cool as possible. Uh, but we have people who are just we're just friends we like to have fun and yeah. it's great to share this with anyone else Definitely. to go and bounce around so so where can one find your show uh in the trash yep uh, <laughs> if there's you, actually if you look on your if you have windows you'll want to look in the trash the recycle bin open that up real quick and you'll see the dirty daddy podcast and they'll probably say like long box on there and that's where you find us and also uh go to walkingarambula.com mm-hmm. we're all over that <laughs> um, I think if you go to uh, uh, Al Jazeera America.com we're there oh now. lord find us there yeah, yeah. they're now shutting you're down us on a watch list uh, yep <laughs> we do this to everyone thanks <laughs> uh, no longbox.fm you can find everything uh, local podcast that we bring on to the open mic podcast and of course our show we've got everything from 2012 up on our show i'm working on 11 10 and then finally 9 uh to finally drop our entire catalog onto the website nice a slow long process to dig up like because i don't want to listen to the show so i don't want to be able to tell you what's on it in the in the i've gotten to the point now it's just like this show had this guest here's a picture Go. <laughs> you figure yeah. it out. Let me know what happened. Yeah. yeah. To to actually. See- you should hire somebody to uh, write. Hire <laughs> descriptions. Yeah. Yeah, Ask. Cotty, get on Ask. that. Yeah. So yeah, that that's where you find us. Uh, but you will find us next on that movie podcast. That's right. Here on thatmoviepodcast.com. Thatmoviepod.blogspot.com. That's that what I want. That's a good enough. You though. didn't pay me enough to say it. Right? No, that's yeah. True. yeah. I didn't pay you. I didn't give you <laughs> enough blowjobs. <laughs> Oh, speaking of that, after the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I need a slurp, slurp before we bounce out. All right, that's fine. Cool. That's icky. And Kevin, look away. 
Like Blair Witch, sit in the corner. Oh god, that just <laughs> got wow. That's what works for me. <laughs> That's gonna be my corner. Yeah. yeah. Alright, alright, listeners, may your death threats always be misspelled. Bye.